Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Because it's been one of those days. How you playing, boys? Start doing dumb things. Donuts. 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 Shut up. We have a host down. We have a host down. I blame Cajun Jimmy. You put that up and you salute it like a gentleman. You didn't do anything and that didn't mean anything. This is the only riff I have. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome to Never Not Funny. Uh, this is uh, episode 811. Uh, I just asked this, now I don't even remember. 811? Yep. Yes. Look at 811. This is the 11th episode of the 8th season. Let's talk about what's happening in Out of Doors. Uh, rare, rare nighttime taping. Yep. Rare nighttime record. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. A little chilly. Crisp. Crisp, right? Mm-hmm. Crisp. Fall air. Yeah. In January. February, sir. Is February. Right? Feb 1. 2 1. We're recording this. Yeah. We're our friends back in the Mideast. Mideast, idiot. Midwest. Uh, getting hit with what they call a blizzard. Yeah. Uh, I think the entire country other than us is getting hit with uh, I spoke to my mother this afternoon. She uh, she says it's as bad as you hear it is. Okay, Kreskin, what are you doing? That's, you don't think that's distracting? You don't think that's as distracting as a effing sock puppet talking to you over a man's shoulder? Staring at a watch? You check. Um, uh, all right, so I'm talking to my mother. Yeah. Uh, it's everything that is bad. For one second, what if I did this to you during your monologue? What if I just pulled up next to you and started staring at a watch while you're trying to do your joke? You told me to remain silent up top. Yeah, but I didn't know you were going to go props. I'm not doing props. I took my watch off. And, and, and you're it. staring at it like a like a chimp that's never seen a timepiece before. It's a nice watch, and I don't get a. I just was waiting for you to talk about the weather. I guess in the All right, listen, Midwest. That, that's what the show is. The show we talk about it. We talk about what's happening uh, around the country. Uh, well, okay. Oh, so we got the news out that it's February, which and it's cold in the Midwest. Yeah, and uh, uh-huh. some nice fall air, chilly air here yes. in Los Angeles. Crisp, we called it. Okay, uh, Mr. Belknap called it. Matt, now let me go around the room. Hold your horses. Look at your. Well, no one me. even knows who's talking right now. <laughs> they all know it's me. I'm the no, 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 no. But they don't know me. You have not been introduced <laughs> yet. I haven't brought you into it yet. <laughs> well, you told me to until I brought you into it. And, yes, and, then and I, so I remained silent. I didn't say a thing. You were the one. And then I saw you uh, fascinated by the second hand sweeping around the face of the clock. Some people call it a watch. A lot of people go digital, and this is it's nice to see analog. <laughs> Quiet. Um, from indhd.com, Elliot Hokeberg is here. Hello, Elliot. Doing all right? Yeah. All right. Thumbs up. Thumbs way up. Nice to have you here. You're wearing your Fonzie tight t-shirt. Uh, letting people know. Fonzarelli still in style. Uh, over there, looking as handsome as always. And uh, you're, I think you're losing weight, Dan. Your shirts are getting too loose. Sorry. Yeah, that certainly <laughs> deserves an apology. Let's go. Let's gain some weight or shrink those shirts. Tabasco airs Danny Katz. Uh, the entrepreneur, Matt Belknap. Hello. Hi, Matt. Hi. Uh, all right, listen, this is great. Let's do this right, right away before uh, this gentleman has a, a fit. Purity Organic Juices. For all your juice needs, find it in your grocer's freezer. Pure Organic? I don't know if they're... Do they put it in the freezer now? Is that where they're located? <laughs> I don't know. Where do we get this? Uh, PurityOrganic.com, right? Is that where these pe- yes. folks would get it uh, in the meantime, Elliot? Yes, all right, we've covered that. Mm-hmm. This is why I want you quiet. Maybe you don't want to be associated with Purity Organic. Maybe that's... Oh, uh, boy. That's not cold. Purity Organic is an iced tea. It's also a lemonade. Yeah, that's a half, a half and a half. half. Yeah, that's the uh, the Palmer. Uh, yeah, will give me more thirst quenching than a mixture of lemonade and fresh brewed iced tea. Mm-hmm. I'll put a little little gin in it, maybe. <laughs> uh, we've blended our famous organic lemonade with organic fair trade iced tea. I don't I've never know what that meant to create the perfect marriage of taste and refreshment. But you know what? That's that's good. We got the word out, and you know what? That's a big endorsement from Conan O'Brien. Purity Organic. <laughs> That's Conan O'Brien talking about it. So let's uh, – purityorganic.com. Let's hit these people up and buy some products so they – instead of uh, – they give us some money as opposed to just giving us uh, juice a, we don't a want. warehouse full of juice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're all sitting in eight inches of juice. It's <laughs> filling the room. It's filling up. Not unlike the blizzard in the Midwest. Oh, boy. We're getting swamped with juice here. Yeah. And I'm saying juice, not Jews, uh, which is also possible here in Los Angeles. Right? Sure. Yeah. I'm staying out of this one. Uh, <laughs> Don't endorse that I one. Don't play you. Also, fair trade. Um, <laughs> I'm also wearing, I got new headphones on today. I got yeah, uh, yeah. these are Section 8s. Uh, had these sent to me. 
Uh, somebody eight. sent me some uh, uh, Section 8 Kiss. Uh, they got the oh. Kiss logo on there. Uh, headphones. Again, this is why I'm quiet. This is why... <laughs> this has to be done. This has got, to be done. You've got Mozart in the room and you're playing chopsticks yeah. on the old piano, you know? <laughs> Let the maestro sit at the keyboard, I say. <laughs> Will... <laughs> Again, you are the guest. I'm driving this goddamn okay. ship and I'm going to okay. take charge of it. You're not going to steamroll me, O'Brien. I'm not going to let it happen. Uh, I'm also going to tell you this and then uh, we'll bring our guests into the mix. I'm wearing... Uh, a new pair of boxer briefs. I'm wearing a Hanes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to call it right now. I don't like Hanes. Okay. I don't like them. I'm calling it. I've had issues with Hanes. Too tight. Uh, no, these are a little too long. A little boxer brief uh, longer than usual. Mm-hmm. But I wear boxer briefs whenever I change my clothes at work. Mm-hmm. On the off chance somebody walks in on me. As opposed to just regular briefs, you do, that would be embarrassing? Uh, or na- naked. For them. I don't want the, the ladies to walk in and see me yeah. in a, in a uh, just a standard brief, so I wear a boxer brief on the days I have to change my clothing at work. Now, let's bring this, <laughs> this man This is a rare form of torture for me. <laughs> to sit near a live mic. Yes, and not talk. And have to listen to this. You're allowed to listen. You, you, know, you talk all day long. I... You pay these people to sit around and laugh at you. <laughs> and dare you. Enjoy your, your charades <laughs> that you do. That's not the word. Uh, now, this gentleman. Let's talk about this gentleman. Uh, this gentleman across the table from us. We're lucky to have him. Uh, I have the pleasure of working with this gentleman. I've probably seen more shows uh, in the last year than anybody else on the planet. Uh, I sit and I watch comfortably from the stairs for the monologue, and then I take off. Uh, I'm not really all that interested in what those stars have to say, but I like watching the comedy uh, portion of the program, Mm -hmm. and then I go have a lot of cucumbers. That's a true statement. Uh, I eat a lot of cucumber in the green room. Too much cucumber. Uh, (laughs) This gentleman, uh, in the past uh, year, since he's been here, you were here in November of 2009? Yeah. And then in January 2010, uh, this gentleman and I had some free time, Yep. uh, but now he's back, uh, and stronger than ever. Better shows better than ever. Shows better than they ever were in New York, better than they ever were in the seven months he was uh, host of The Tonight Show, living his dream. And then uh, January 22nd of 2010, that ended. And then the man had some time off. He went on tour, not like some sort of Gino Vanilli rock star. Went out, entertained the masses with a guitar, doing some rockabilly. Um, Had the pleasure of seeing that show at the Gibson Amphitheater here. I saw some rehearsals. I gave some notes that were not taken. Um, The gentleman's name. He's the star of the television show Conan. His name is Conan O'Brien. Hello. Oh, thank you. So this is the part where I... This is where you come in. That was extremely depressing to listen to. <laughs> what do you mean? You, the, the, your... The, the weird uh, NPR tones? Then January 22nd. <laughs> that show ended. Well, it did. Uh, it was... I know. I know. It was, every, it was public knowledge. It was covered in the news. Yes, I understand. It was uh, world news, uh, as a matter of fact. It was which a historic... Is, which is crazy, right? No, I don't think so. I'm a big talent, and what happened to me uh, should have been discussed. It's, you know, bigger than any natural disaster, I think. You think it's bigger than what's happening in the Midwest? Did you hear about the weather in the Midwest, by the way? You know what? There's a rumor going around that it's a little chilly <laughs> in February in the Western Plains. Uh, but they're getting a blizzard. They're getting 23 inches of snow. It used to be 23 people. inches. Uh, How are you doing, brother? Well, you know, the thing is, that wasn't funny, and I apologize, but <laughs> what I'm, the, I'm, the point I'm trying to get across is Silly's this. funny, by the way. Let's just be very clear. You can be as silly as you want here. Don't do this Harvard nonsense with me. Be silly. No. Be the the fun guy that I see for no, no, the no, 90 no, seconds be, we talk every I would day. like to be funny, but the guy who I'm working with just set me up with, then January 22nd, 
the curtain came down. He took to the road well, you did. with nothing but a jar of jam. I mean, what is it? It's hard to come back from that. I mean, I feel like you're narrating the Ken Burns Civil War documentary, and we just had Antietam. How do I come in with with the yucks? You came in with the 23 inches. It was a solid piece of business. And you bet it is a solid piece of you. Uh, by the way, when you say the guy that I work with, uh, feel free to look at that poster for my name if that makes you more comfortable. Uh, okay, listen. That was a, uh, Matt Belknap. No, that's this gentleman oh, here. of course. I'm sorry. You may be mispronounced. Listen, Jimmy, I watch – I'm a fan of yours. You know, uh, that's why I'm here. Yes. I, I don't uh, – you know, well, I drove over 40 miles to be here tonight. You drove no, – no, no such distance yes, did I you did. drive. Yes, I did. I don't, I'm not a good judge of Did distances. you circle for 30 miles? Uh, I circled some for uh-huh. a while. I, sure. I, 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 uh, I, I've been driving around for about two hours, just preparing myself mentally for the show. <laughs> and I and still, that intro took you back a few. Yes, yes. Not. I don't think we'll ever recover from the first eight minutes of this broadcast. You don't think so? No, it's no. A strong eight. No, no, no. And no. I admit, I sped it up. I usually go about nine ten without I, bringing the guest in. Uh, I brought you in early. You were doing weather. Then you, uh, the Haynes thing. I don't know what's going on with that. I, I'm still puzzling we, that we, out. We talk about our lives. We we'll talk about our lives. You talked about Haynes, and you're not a fan of Haynes. I'm wearing a Haynes brief. Uh, we've talked about it in the past. That I, I, I was blaming the underpants. That I realized maybe it was my ass that was too big for a little while. Uh, but I'm going back to I'm blaming Haynes. It's a broadcast legend in the room, and I'm going to put you know uh, a man who has changed. Yes. The, uh, change the world. Not by your choice. Uh, change the world with my words and my <laughs> movements. And I have to sit here and listen to you talk about boxer versus brief. Uh, torture. Torture for me, torture for everyone. Not everyone. My apologies. Not everyone. Conan O'Brien apologizing for Jimmy what Pardo. Do you, don't apologize for it me. It is Jimmy this Pardo, right? I'm just reading off the signing. That's correct. <laughs> yes, there you are. Uh, the, tr- the truth yes, is, you are. The, the truth is, Matt. The truth. Uh, no, but I'm. A, I'm. A, you you know, got nothing. Nope. No, he's not going to let you speak. Uh, Good choice. You're, listen, you're not to speak. Pardo <laughs> and I. This is finally the duel. That, oh, it's happening. This is the duel that we've been waiting for. Yeah. I'm just grateful that we talked to you for more than 90 seconds. That's that's all it is every day. 90 seconds, and that's not enough. And I tell Matt that that for those 90 seconds, I, I enjoy my life. You uh, sound like my wife on her wedding night. How you, know, you doing, I, I, brother? I'll tell you something. My quips are not good, uh, <laughs> but I say them quickly and I say them with confidence, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that seems to carry the day. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, what ha- the ritual is, yeah. you go out, you do a fantastic job. Damn right. And then you run up to me just before the show, mm-hmm. and we shake hands, and we look each other in the eye, and you say, I like this crowd. This is a good crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the left side, a little quiet, but they came around. Uh, or on the right side, a little quiet, but they came around. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I say, sounds good, and I go out, and I dance like a chimp. Yeah, you do your magic. Uh, uh, well, you're, is it magic, or is it just a, the, I wanted to say nonsense, and then magic is what came out. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a needy dance that I do every night, uh, and the whole world's paying because my father didn't pay enough attention. Oh, that a boy. But that's what's happening, <laughs> and you understand, and then you sit there, and you listen to the monologue, mm-hmm. and, I, and you don't think I know what you're doing? What am I doing? You're sort of judging me. No question. Yeah, and you and, and what what it angers me is some lately you've taken to dressing up as an English judge from the turn of the century. <laughs> is that distracting or not? I mean, I'm just trying to fit in with the other people dressed up. A wig and a robe, and uh, you sit there frowning. And uh, after a joke that doesn't go uh, very well, you shout out "guilty, guilty." Judge. <laughs> That's hard for me. That, people are not hearing that at home. So are, are you somehow editing out my voice? Because I think it's important to the show. Yeah, we're turning it into guffaws. We have a machine that turns... <laughs> turns my guilty into guffaws? We, we, it also turns booze into cheers, which is why the show seems to be going well at home. It's going very well at home. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going very well in the studio, too. And if I may, and, and this will be the last time I kiss your ass today, uh, until tomorrow when I go, oh, great job, boss. Yeah. Um, shows are better than ever. 
Okay, well, you keep saying that, and of course, my mind here is, well, oh, that was crap. Before. You know, uh, Listen, what was wrong with you? What did I say like, when Ellis Paul was here? Yeah. There's nothing I hate more than, hey, this was your best show. Yeah, yeah. Because no, no, that's okay. applies. But, but one needs, there needs to be a best show. Yes, yes. I agree with you, and I think you'll agree with me, that we've created a nice space, physical yes. space. And the first thing um, that uh, when we were designing the studio uh, over the summer, and I went to the first meeting uh, right after the tour. It was about a week and a half after the end of the tour. I went to a meeting, and they, and they showed me a drawing of a giant studio. And I said, no, 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 no. We're going to make a small comedy environment. Yes. And it's going to be intimate. And it's going to be a place where we can just have fun and act like jackasses. And the problem is, as you know, we're on stage 15 at Warner Brothers, which is massive. Mm-hmm. It's an airport hangar. They've shot uh, you know, giant movies there. So what we did is we built a tiny space that's enclosed with a ceiling in a giant space. And uh, it really makes a difference. It's what Dana Carvey calls comedy compression. You, you build a smaller space and silliness bounces around the room, yeah. ricochets. And then people at home, they don't care what size room you're in. And I think uh, – you know, I think – I look at some shows and I think this room's uh, – when I, I can look at it on television and say that room's too big. And pe- you know, the, the people are addressing the crowd like they're you know, at a rally right. and it doesn't work. And so I, uh, I like that we have a nice little room. I know that – and I like that you're sitting on the stairs and that Mike Sweeney's right there and there's an informality to it. And I can hear you laugh, idiot. Uh, which is inappropriate. Uh, I have, by the way, I do have to watch myself because my instinct is to yell "idiot" when something you know, you know, it's either the blurt laugh or "idiot." The blurt laugh, I uh, is that, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that or "idiot." But I can't. But I do have to like don't don't yell "idiot" because nobody will understand why that's happening. Right? They will wonder why that guy hasn't been fired. Yeah. Uh, it takes you know. us uh, time to get up to things. You know, we're not <laughs> – there are people that should go and there's no – we oh, don't get to Jesus, it. Jesus, there's some people there, right? Could we agree on that? you got to let – got to clean some house over we there. we got to clean house. Sweeney's got to go. Well, that's uh, not who I'm talking about. Oh, oh my God. I shouldn't have said that. No, Mike I mean, Sweeney's the head writer and he is um, – he's in his late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> no, he – and I, I, I defend him. He served this country courageously <laughs> sure in the he did. Korean conflict mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my hat's off to him. Right. But, um, you hired a lot of vets. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I like to take people from different wars because mm-hmm. uh, they bring different – not even comedy experience, just fighting experience. Sure. I mean they're, they're, they're in the trenches. Yeah. We got people from the Falklands. Right. Uh, oh, that was a tough war. What did that last? 14 hours? 14 hours, yeah. The Falklands? Was yeah. that the one that lasted like a day uh, – a second? Yeah. That lasted. came up before on the show. What, why does that keep coming up? Well, the Falklands? Just, yeah. Maybe this is your theme. You know, is, that, is that the theme of season eight? Dan, look that up. The Falklands. What year? It was like 80 – was it 81? I'm going to say it's 81, 82. I know it was, it was under Reagan, uh, Reagan's uh, regime, and then. Uh, but wasn't it the British? It didn't really have much to do with us. The Falklands, the Falklands didn't do have to do with us. But didn't Reagan have something to do with it? It was from April eighty-two to June eighty-two. April to June. That's what I'm talking about. This thing was a quick in and out. Grenada. Grenada. Am I thinking of Grenada? I think you're thinking of Grenada. This. Uh, I was very political in the early eighties. I was this, very. I uh, had my thumb on the. What's you wrong? know what? This is making Haynes look good. The whole. Haynes talk. This is, what, this is what we do. Elevating it. Well, no, so I, we I'm, talk. We, we get to know each other. I shouldn't judge. You know what I'm doing? You're judging. I'm, I'm sitting in judgment. You're Ele- sitting on the stairs judging. Yeah. What do you got? U.S. wasn't involved. Exactly. U.S. not involved in Falklands. We weren't in the... Uh, we just voted like, against... Yeah. Well, no, then no, we no. did vote. We voted. We were involved. If we voted, we are involved. No, 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 no. We'll admit that I was right. It was the British. The British. It was the British. Okay, you were right. And we were not... Well, we voted, yeah. We yeah. voted. That means we were involved. 
a place. I bet you a couple of Americans snuck on and fought. <laughs> I yeah. bet you a couple of guys yeah. put in some bad teeth and tried to fit in. Yeah. Went over there with a, uh, what are those called, those hats? I can never think of the name of those hats. Beefeater? Beefeater, thank you. Yeah. Is, it, is that what the hat's called, or is that just the whole guy? Well, that's a good question. Does Dan? It, I think it's the guy. I'm going to say it's the guy. In fact, it is the guy. A beefeater is someone who wears he's, that he's the, he's the So guy, a beefeater yeah. hat. That you've seen on the, whatever, the bottle the, of booze. Sure. Liquor? It's not a liqueur. It's a liquor. It's a liquor. It's a hard liquor. Right? Beefeater gin, I believe. Is that a gin? I don't, I don't yeah. Again, he's got dial-up. He takes over that damn Okay. Well, you know what? Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, what do you got, got, Dan? The guys get over there with an abacus. Uh, what's going on, Chopper? Beefeater hat. Beefeater hat. What's the guy called? He's oh, the beefeater. guard. He's called the guard. He's, think he's called no, a it's not the hat. It's not the hat. That is he wrong. He just said it is. He just oh, said the oh. hat is called a beefeater hat. Yeah, beefeater. The guy's, called a beefeater. guys also called a beefeater. So right. they're also called beefeater shoes then by by default. Whatever he's you know what? wearing. I think I'm right to judge this conversation. <laughs> I think I think I'm making the right call. That's when this I guy. Judge this You're in the middle of it. That's the show. No, no. Uh, we can do. We can do better. Oh, God. We can do better. We can have a conversation that builds, and we can do it in this decade. It is building, and we are uh, certainly going to complete it in the next nine years. I could probably. Probably wrestle me. Well, that'll happen. But I can dispense knowledge. I can tell you some inside dirt. We're not going to get to the good stuff, you know. We're tonight. The good. Oh, let me. All right, let me. Let me Jennifer ask. Aniston. I saw her naked. You know, I walked. Yeah, in her no, you walked room. in on Aniston. Perfect ass. Just perfect. You perfect. saw it all. Yeah, I saw. Well, I, I might be exaggerating, but she was pulling up her pants as I walked in, and she's uh, she's uh, got. One of the best bodies I've seen in my life. And it was a religious experience for me. I looked like the – you know in, in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf becomes all white after no. he falls? Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. I know this guy does. Um, <laughs> he's over here playing a D&D. Uh, but anyway, uh, Gandalf becomes all white after a transformative experience. I am now the white Gandalf. <laughs> all right. I have a long white beard and I'm wearing all white because I saw – just a second of Jennifer. Second of beautiful, beautiful woman. Did Fantastic. she? Did she speed it up? Did she slow it down when she saw you walking in? Uh, what does Aniston do? She saw me. Yeah, our eyes locked. Of course, <laughs> given. And um, you know, she's going to tell you if you ask her. Uh, it was creepy. He came in. Uh, he's he's got a reedy, annoying voice. Uh, he doesn't seem very masculine to me he's not as celebrities go he's not a really good looking guy he's got a big eye vein underneath one of his eyes and his skin is pale and he's clearly a writer that got into performing but has made do is that what she's gonna say that's all what's going through her head okay very that, no, you know, that's what she's gonna say yes uh -huh. but i think in her mind she knows that you know that i'm i've got the goods i think and i think there was interest you do you truly do uh, what are we talking She's about? She's been now? with Brad Pitt. Yeah. You yeah. really think you got a shot? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you why. I think that there's a lot of pressure on Brad Pitt to be Brad Pitt. And I think it probably made him nervous. And I think he probably, you know, over and over again, uh, sexually got, you know, nervous. Because uh, you've got to be Brad Pitt all the time. And I bet he just, it's hard. It's a lot of pressure to be, not a lot much pressure to be Conan O'Brien. You know? That's why he the didn't bar is shave. Lower for he me. didn't shave or shower for six months. Like, he doesn't have to. He, he, but I think he's had I think he's, <laughs> I think he's going through a lot. I think being Brad Pitt and being Angelina Jolie is very difficult. Being really good looking, uh, magnetic star, high wattage star, uh, movie star is difficult. 
being the guy that's been bounced around from TV show to TV show, who's got a reedy voice, who's making do, lower bar. Women yes, find that exciting. question. Was Brad Pitt ever on the uh, program? Did you ever have Yes, him on yes, you? I did, yeah. And you enjoy his company? Is he a nice man? Uh, he seemed like a very nice fellow. He, yes. did, he didn't spend a lot of time with him. You spent the time on the couch, and then you moved on with your lives. No, no, no. Afterwards, he said, it's been great talking to you. I'd like this to continue. I'd like the night to go on, and uh, I'd like to be your best friend. What are you talking about? <laughs> People come, they do the show, and then they leave. They get what they need from me, mm-hmm. which is I promoted Troy, and I, you know, and then they leave me. They turn and they walk away. Right, they and walk they over. they never think about me again. And if you ask Brad Pitt right now who is Conan O'Brien, he would say, I don't know and I've never met the man. I that's, disagree. I you, do. I, I, that's exactly true. I, under, I get the game. I play the game. <laughs> I play the game and no one rolls dem bones like Conan <laughs> I don't know. I just made a uh, <laughs> dice gesture. You yes, can't see that at home. Cameras again, there's that. nine cameras on you. you uh, hey, I, this isn't oh, – please. What are we talking about? You know, I'm not going to play to these cameras. I'm in some kind of a weird zone with you. It's about our voices. That's the intimacy yeah. of – Real, yeah. It's radio with cameras. I didn't realize these were cameras. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you think they were? Just out of curiosity. I, I wasn't sure. I thought you were afraid someone might steal something. I thought these were security. <laughs> ah, I did. I did. Uh-oh. I thought that, you know, oh, you're going to check these later because someone might steal your $8 clock. You know, uh, we, we all don't have million dollar deals, sir. <laughs> we, we all can't afford uh, I'm sh- uh, high end watches. I wasn't told that before I came. <laughs> I only work with people that have million dollar deals. <laughs> you may want to take off. Well, you or know what? Give I was me not, a raise. We I, was go not, that route. I was not informed. This is, this is the failure. Of my people. Does it anger you that I don't make a million dollars? Is that something that we could rectify tomorrow in a meeting? Because it sounds like maybe you want to change this. You know what? Anger is a strong word. I wouldn't say anger. I'd say it amuses me. (laughs) I enjoy it. No, jerk. Listen, please. I, like the people of Egypt, believe uh, there should be equality. Uh, and I just wanted to work that in. Yeah. I, uh, bravo, sir. Bravo. Good for you, Mortsall. <laughs> yeah. Good you know, for you. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to just riff off the day's news if that's okay. Uh, Does someone have a newspaper? Sure. And, I have that ability, that rare ability to get up on stage with just a newspaper and flip through it and read it <laughs> yeah. word for word and get no laughs. What that's the rare ability. That's what Mort does. Yeah. For that gentleman, that's for a living. Please. I saw him at McCabe's and I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I wanted to run up with a lighter and light that goddamn newspaper on fire. Was he, wearing, so a, was he wearing a sweater? Of course he was. Yeah. yeah. Of course he was in July. Yeah. Not even a cotton. It was still like a wool sweater. And well, he reads... I haven't I actually haven't seen him do it... Uh, it was with, like four years ago. I went to McKay. I thought, you know what? I, I, what I the crowd this guy. Oh, they were uh, apathetic at best. Some of the older folks were laughing in that, in that hipster, we get it, Mark, the uh, other people don't get it sort of laugh. It was yeah. a tough night. Yeah. Tough it night. Was a t- maybe he just had a bad night. Maybe he's great better uh, other nights. Maybe that was a bad day for the paper. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know. so, well, you know, the other thing is, it was a USA Today, and he was just reading the pie chart. You know? <laughs> it didn't have the sting of reading the New York Times in Blue. 1964. 43% uh, yeah. green. That's a big-sized wedge. Uh, that uh, wedge is bigger than it should be. I like a guy that reads from the paper and then yet somehow has a Jimmy Carter reference. I mean, you know that maybe he's not going directly from the paper. And he's did that happen? Stuff. Yeah, he did. Oh, some, wow. Uh, it was obvious that maybe page four was not the... Uh, you know, about the Iran-Contra Harrys. <laughs> there wasn't a, hey, oh, there, oh, can you believe this is back? No, I cannot. Mort? In fact, and then you ripped his paper out and you saw lots of blue cards stapled yes, inside. Right? With knock-knock jokes. <laughs> when I was See this in- on page five? Why did he pickle across the road? What do you mean? That's not I, a story. I was in uh, French class in seventh grade and we had to do a scene and I forgot that we had to do a scene. So I took the cl- – we- and I, had to be- I was a guy reading a newspaper. So I, did- I took the classifieds part and I wrote all my lines. I cut up little 
things the size of classifieds so that my lines were in the classified boxes. And so, like, well, she'll never figure that out. And, of course, the second it was over, she's like, God, bring up that paper. And then it was like, well, just because you made them smaller, she's still going to find them, you <laughs> jackasses. You didn't use newsprint. That's still a lot of, a lot of effort at least went into. Uh... I thought I, I was very smart uh, and then uh, uh, dumb at the same time. You were time. a dissembler, a schemer. Yeah, that, that day. You hoodwinked her. I'm not good at memorizing. I should tell you that in advance. That's why I think you've chosen – this is good because there's – you know, we're talking about – it's a lot of babble and mm-hmm. there's nothing really for us to know. Uh, you can just spout off about how we kicked the Italians' ass in the Falklands War <laughs> and, uh, you know, who's going to challenge you? So this is good. We don't right. need to read or memorize anything. No. It's just, you know, a uh, couple of brains in a room. Let's, right. Let's watch the magic. A couple guys talking. Huh? A couple guys talking. That's all we're doing. Two guys watching on. One guy getting a word in every now and then. <laughs> That's what this is about. Right? This is the the two guys that refuse to shut up. Yeah. One uh, guy's shirt is a little looser than it used to be. Maybe he's lost weight. Another guy. I am concerned about you, Dan. Are you really? I'd like to see that thing tight. You used to wear your shirts tighter. You're letting, you're letting the, our lady demographic down. You were appealing to the eye. Something's gone wrong. <laughs> You could clip those in the back. We could get our work ah! from the show. Seriously. <laughs> I know. Just you put little clips and it tightens it up really nicely. Let's yeah. clip those, Dan. In the break, we'll clip them. We'll get that shirt tight in the clip break. Clip tight. Uh, let me ask you. Let me be a journalist for one minute. You ready? Of course, yeah. Have you heard from Jay Leno? Nah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good you don't, no. even, don't, you don't even have to answer it. I just wanted to say it because uh, they all think that they're the first person to ask you that. Dan. Yeah, exactly. Like, and also, why would that change? What would change? But you know what? It's called. The spe- yeah. Oh, yeah. On the one-year anniversary. Yeah. I got to call yeah. Conan. Oh, remind me. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> hey, 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 fuck that guy over. I should give him a call. Uh, no, we uh, – no. That, that what hasn't happened. I don't think will happen. And the world doesn't need it. The world doesn't need us to talk. You don't think so? I don't think so. Just for the story? No. What's he going to talk about? Yeah, I'm using unleaded gas now. <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> right? Don't I w- let these people get to you. I would think it's sw- – oh, hang on. Hang on. I'm getting a very important text. Oh, God. Does she not know who I have in? That's my wife. And I'm going to pretend I'm mad. Hey, can I say something? Second. Yes. Uh, lovely, lovely woman. I love I love your wife. Thank you. She's fantastic. I really do. Uh, her name is... Uh, uh, she's over here. Danielle Matt, is over here. Matt Pilknap. No. Danielle is right there above. Where's Andy? Andy's on there somewhere. I and La Bamba. La Bamba's up there. Yeah, I saw that. Um, La Bamba was kind enough to do our... Uh, you were out of town. He did our podcast-a-thon. He did our marathon show did for charity. Did, did he make sense? You know what? He was... I'll tell you that. What? We asked him to do a comedy bit, and he was great. Yes. Um, he is uh, La Bamba, the uh, trombone player on my show. I've worked with him for, you know, coming up on, I don't know, 17, 18 years now. Uh, he, uh, he's a very str- legitimately strange man, a sweet guy, a very great sweet. musician, but um, he's a strange fellow. I, I, I don't – he is from another world. We had him on at uh, – was it 4 and 3 in the morning? What time was La Bamba on? Yeah, somewhere around He was there. on at 3 in the morning. He, uh, he was nice enough to show up at 2 to do a bit. The bit was uh, – because I had uh, one of your writers, Todd Levin, was also on. And uh, the premise was I would say this next gentleman from Conan and La Bamba would think it's him. And he came out you know, playing the trombone. Yeah. And then, not now La Bamba. And then right, he would go right, back. Right. And then every time I mentioned Conan, he would come out with the trombone. Right, right. It was funny. Yeah. And then he sat down for an interview. And, and, and the interview made sense? <laughs> oh, no. Was a, uh, I couldn't hit the – Hey, here's a fun the, fact. The brakes were, had a brick on them. Here's a fun fact for you. Yeah. Uh, La Bamba. And his wife came to my wedding yes. in 2002. And uh, 
he, they conceived a child on that night. <laughs> is that, wow. that's, that's a true story. That's, that's true. Not a joke. Yeah. This young man, Ethan, is that not, not, yeah, Evan? No, no, no. Evan, uh, Evan's. Uh, Wait, 2002. Yeah. Evan's old. Wait yeah. a minute. Evan's Evan not nine? The, Evan works on the show and we're not a sweatshop. Uh, <laughs> Evan's um, not nine years old. He's talking. No, they, uh, they conceived a child uh, on my wedding night. Did they bang around during the wedding? Did you uh, hear some commotion back in the pew? No, but uh, La Bamba wore a very snazzy outfit, and I guess you know he, they have La Bamba has fifty five kids, and right. he lives in an old shoe. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is it is a it's a it's a mother goose story, and uh, so they don't get much privacy. And they came to my wedding, which was in Seattle, and I think uh, they had a few drinks, and he and his wife. They went for it. Love and, it. Uh, yeah. And so, right, uh, but too old to be a father. I think we'd agree on that. It's, uh, it's time. Although, also, I, I think also – I don't think it's an age issue. It's mental competence. He's <laughs> afraid – he's – something's wrong. Something's wrong with him. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm going to let you say You know him a lot longer than I do. I think he's a joy and I appreciate that he came by at, uh, again at 3 in the – and by the way, volunteered. He said, I, I imagine that 3 or 4 in the morning is going to be a tough uh, booking time. I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah, see what I mean? Something's wrong with it. <laughs> who would do that? That's more evidence. Who would do that? That's uh, crazy. That's who madness. Else? Somebody else uh, volunteer for that time. Who, would, who else? Okay, well, you know, I, I don't like that you just have to keep looking at the wall to see who you... Because I don't remember who else was on there at that hour. I mean, you really can't memorize. Tammy Sager, maybe. Tammy Sager Russ. volunteered for that. Paul Russ. Rust. Uh, Todd was on at, uh, I think, 1A. Yeah. Rick Todd Drew. Levin with his pornographer's mustache. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins, good man. Yeah, we had a lot, mm-hmm. of, good, uh, a lot of good folks on there. We have uh, you know, heavy hitters. Yeah. It's for charity. You know, I said I was out of town, but you can see me in the background at most of the photos, <laughs> <laughs> trying to hide. You just hung out in the green room and refused yeah. to come out? You can just see me peeking out. It's really... Uh, what if you did that you refused to get there and people are just like, I think I saw Conan there. No, yeah. no, that's not him. Refused to go on. Uh, all right, second question that I have to legally ask as a, as a journalist. Yeah. Uh, when do you lose the beard? That's my horrible Larry King impression, by the way, in case we're curious as what I'm doing. Uh, you know what I like to do? It's like more Regis, though. I like to it? turn it around. What would you like to see happen? Get rid of it. You don't like it. I don't care for you. Wait a minute. That's not what you asked me. What's going on? What happened? You thought I said, should I continue in show business? And you said, get rid of it? Yeah. I may have. I misunderstood. They're new headphones. I'll tell you what happens. And you've been in the crowd. When the beard comes up, they're rabidly pro-beard. They love the beard, and I think the beard means something to them. Wait, wait, what are you? Are you going to give them whatever they want? We are performers. (laughs) That's kind of what we're supposed to do. It's bring joy to people. You know? Uh, But... um, yeah, the beard's going to go because I'm not a beard guy. But I'll tell you this. I've been shocked that now I see photos of me without the beard and I think, oh, what a pasty, ugly puss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I look like I'm dying of the milk sickness at the turn of the century. <laughs> the beard adds a little bit of life. A little man. Color. And, and, you know, Jennifer Aniston said it tonight on the show. She said, you know, it was you manned up a little bit. You, should, you, you know, and uh, you butched it up. And uh, so I think the beard happened like a lot of things in the last year. It was organic. It happened – uh, it came out of something that was going on. I didn't think about it. I just did it. Mm-hmm. I went through this traumatic thing. I stopped shaving and suddenly I had a beard. Then it was time to go back on the air and I said, screw it. I'll, I'm not going to shave. And it seems to follow from this transformative time that we went through. Will the beard go? Yes, I believe the beard will go. But I also think we should have fun with the beard going. I think the beard sh- uh, de- should be – should uh, depart during a show. We should think of a funny way to get rid of the beard. I think if I just sh- shaved one day and I've had the urge – it would be kind of a waste. We should do something fun with it. I don't we disagree should, with that. And we should sell the beard. You know, I think uh, given my stature <laughs> and the symbolism of the beard, and I, at the risk of sounding a little bit egotistical, I think we should sell the beard for upwards of $400 million. <laughs> That's high. And give the money to a good cause. 
uh, like my production company or something, but, uh, or some. Hey, let's do that because then I get get that uh, that raise. No, no, oh, that's not, we got to get me to a million dollars. You won't get that though. Uh, even if we get, even if we get four hundred million for the beard, we still don't bump me up to a million. I'm going to tell you something. If I leave tonight and I stumble upon a leprechaun who gives me four hundred million dollars in cash, and you're standing there, you're not getting a million of it. <laughs> you push me out of the way. Yeah, I, I, and, and if you say, you know, and this is found money from a leprechaun. <laughs> you still don't give me the out raise. of spite. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give you anything, and I don't even know why I'm saying that. I like you, but it's just this, <laughs> uh, it's this urge to just smash you and destroy you. Uh, I don't even know where this is coming from. Are we on the air? Is this- we haven't started yet. Oh, good, good, good. Um, uh, no, I'm not going to badmouth Mr. Leno on the air. Are you kidding me? I, that's all off the air. I'm yeah. not going to do that. I, you know what? I wouldn't badmouth him off the air. I don't believe in badmouthing people. I love all of God's creatures. Uh, I can't do this anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> Blood is coming out of my eyes. Uh, I'll do it for you. I uh, and I was on that man's show, and I still am angry. I still, uh, you know, have no you interest. Know. Yeah, because it didn't go well. I'm not mad at him for that. Oh, you're not. Yes, I am. What happened? What, what, he, I don't know what happened. What I was happened? on 2002, and I bombed. I had a horrible set on the Tonight Show. You're horrible. a very funny guy. How could that God, happen? Yeah, right. I am. So uh, how could yeah, that happen? Crap audience. And not a good show. The whole show was horrible. Yeah. It was uh, – I don't want to tell you the first guest. That's not fair. No, the first guest was a mad scientist because Dennis Leary canceled day of. So they got uh, this mad scientist guy. They had him on for two segments. Segment one was a train wreck. And then they said, hey, hey we'll be back with some more. Why? Cut this goddamn thing loose. And then, uh, then the second guest on, uh, she, uh, and I won't tell you who that is. And then uh, you can look it up. You can Google it. And, uh, and then me. And, uh, and we were running short on time. And, uh, and and I'm looking at it. I'm going, God, I hope they bump me. I hope they bump me. Yeah. I want them to bump me. Because the vibe, they just there's the, the – Horrible. It wasn't happening. Yeah. And then they even came in. They said, hey, we're running a little long, uh, so we may even need to uh, to cut you. Your, your set's timing out at 445. If you see us do this, just uh, bail wherever you're at. Uh, and I said, well, why don't we just bump you? And he said uh, – they said, Jay doesn't want to do another segment with that other guest. And I went, OK. So then I went out and uh, chewed it for uh, two minutes, and then my second two were OK. But the well, first two – a lot of quiet. The important thing is you've moved on. Uh, <laughs> you, you've got you have two thousand two, and you're listing it in. I mean, it's like the Zapruder film. You know every frame. Uh, listen, I relived that night over and over. Hey, listen, and you know as well as I do whether whether you like that gentleman or not. But it was still the Tonight Show, and I still got the brass ring of doing standing up comedy on the Tonight Show. Yes, my dream as a child. And granted, I would have preferred to do it with uh, Johnny or the fellow that came after Jay, but I, that happened to be my time. And but it's still the Tonight Show. Yes. So yes, I played over and over because I finally got it, and damn it, it stunk. And that stinks. And then you got to, you know, then I'm uh, driving home. I know what happened. The whole world knows what happened. I got to pretend it didn't happen for uh, eight years. Now I could speak about it uh, openly. The um, first of all, I love that you sat here and explained to me the emotional resonance of the Tonight Show. That's why. No, I, I, I know <laughs> you, you know. have balls. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you seen uh, the show? It's Tonight Show is no, on eleven thirty. No, but I, I uh, no, I, I know what you. I. I but the thing is, you are uh, you. I had a great analogy once, and this I'm not being I'm not going to be funny here for a second. But someone said to me once because I was really getting down on myself about one show that I had done, and a friend of mine, George Meyer, who is a Simpsons writer, who's a brilliant guy, he made, said this analogy that, and you know, when someone tells you it gives you an image that rings of truth that sticks with you forever, and he said. That your work, you have to think of your work as laying little pieces of tile and 
some are bright blue and some are gray and some are but and and it doesn't uh, if you look at one tile, it may not look like anything, but then you look at the whole thing as a piece. Uh, you've made this beautiful mosaic with your work if you really care about it, and I really believe that. I think that's mm. the one thing that keeps me going. Now, and you, I do believe. I know it sounds a little earthy, crunchy, but I think all the experiences that we have, the experience I had last January, which to you know. Uh, I wouldn't change anything. I really wouldn't. I'm, I have my moments. I get mad. I get you know upset. I just, but that's just what happened, and it's all how you it's how you deal with the hand that you were dealt. You're a really funny guy. Everybody knows it. So that didn't define you that no, night. No. And uh, you you moved on, and you may even have profited from it in some way. You know, you don't know. No, you didn't profit. It was, it was <laughs> no, no, horrible. Not at all. Oh, I, I, really. I, think, I think if you saw look, this, I, you'd wonder why I was in the business. Well, no, and business. you know what? Here's the thing is I'll get the tape. And, uh, <sighs> and, uh, no, you're not allowed near that tape. That's got the NBC logo on it, and uh, you know, you're not even allowed to look at that. That's thing. true. <laughs> they, uh, they took away all my ALF T-shirts, uh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> they took away my best of Wink Martindale collection. <laughs> Anything NBC related has been taken from me. Yeah. Did they I, send a crew over to the house and just uh, go through it? No, no, they didn't do that. That would be crazy and cartoonish. Uh, but um, yes, I have to it say, be. it's really uh, you know that is the part that's very strange to me that I still find uh, it's like the, when the Grinch comes back and takes the last piece of cheese, <laughs> a little crumb from the house. Um, I worked for that company for a really long time, so it is strange. Uh, you know, removing all judgment from it, it is just strange that uh, I wouldn't be able to, you know, if I tried to just stop by Rock Floor Center, I'd be ejected, you know? It's it's a right. very strange thing to go from... Do you really think you'd be ejected? No, I think I would have to talk my way in. I don't have a... I have no... You know, it's always part of this, this whatever... Uh, they would think you're like a guy, an ex-postal employee. They th- if they <laughs> yes. saw you at 30 Rock, they would think that you're yes, showing to... Bl- exactly. Or if I tried up. to get onto the Universal lot or whatever. Yeah. Hey, if I showed up, up over in Burbank, can you imagine if I drove up to The Tonight Show and said, Conan O'Brien here, I want to come oh, in? The, they would, yeah. The SWAT would, team would have come in. Exactly. So uh, it's, it's kind of... That's the part that's a little surreal is you're part of this thing for a while and I think, okay, we... I didn't agree and then you, we... I sort of said this is how I would like to this is how I feel about it mm-hmm. and uh, everything went nuclear but and you're uh, but you're happier now right I mean are you happier now or uh, listen I, I, I'm not Charlie it's Rose com- but I'm uh, I'm curious I mean uh, again in the 90 seconds we have to talk every day I don't ever yeah. have to know anything are you are you happier you do every day just before I go out and say are you happier yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I did you doing okay you happy yeah, yeah. now I can't yeah. do a show how's the crowd they're pretty good uh, guys on the left are a little quiet are you happier now <laughs> what Tell me how you feel. Yeah. Uh, and then I go out. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I have my moments, but I, what I like is I think, uh, I think we're doing good work. I think we're, we're in there. We're doing good work. Uh, and we're also – we've been forced uh, – that's really interesting because a lot of people when they're in their whatever 18th year of broadcasting, they have accumulated all these bits and all this shtick. And it's very easy. It's almost uh, – it's, it's like giving into gravity. It's very easy to just ride all that stuff and do your last 10, 15 years. And I think it was very healthy experiment to say – and we consciously – I, you know, whether we can or can't do some of the old NBC material, we consciously made an effort to say, all right, there's this perception that we and, – and, and there may even be possible legal ramifications – 
let's just do a whole new show. Let's go new. Let's not do anything that we used to do. Even and it's uh, it's not always easy, and we have our moments in rehearsal. We're thinking, man, I don't know if this is going to work, but it's. I think it's been very good for us. Mm-hmm. It's like this is stringent. You know, it's like a we've we've been through something that's that we're forcing ourselves. And I'm no spring chicken. I've been doing this a long time, but we're forcing ourselves to try and think in new ways and try new things. And it's a very different kind of show, I think, than uh, you know than I did it uh, than anything I did for NBC. And I think that's good because uh, and just being in Los Angeles is you know we didn't get much a very long run on the Tonight Show, so. Uh, you know, we started to see how that was breathing new direction into the show, but physically being in a different place, mm-hmm. I think, is kind of fascinating. So all these things that you get handed, which can seem like disadvantages, if if you're lucky and you play a right, can be advantages. Conan O'Brien is our guest. Uh, we're lucky to have him. Uh, he's taking time away from his very important schedule. Um, I had I had nothing going tonight. Nothing. Oh, nothing at all. Nothing. What would you have done if you didn't come here? Would you have just gone home and watched some television? I'd have gone home and. Uh, kissed my children. Certainly. Spent time with them. Your uh, children, by the way, and I'm not just saying this because you're here, gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. They're, gorgeous children. They're Sears models. They they stand next to toys and catalogs. You know what? My wife actually said that. Uh, she goes, you know, those kids. Uh, they look like kids I hired. They do. They really do they look do like. Look, exactly I've got to go to a party. You're supposed to bring your kids. We don't have any. Let's hire some children. <laughs> they do. That's what they look like. Um, but yeah, I, I would have spent loving time with in the bosom of my family. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, he, this is good too. It's nice, great. nice to be at the Lorraine Motel. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Always nice to visit the sh- where civil rights leaders were murdered and uh, hang out. God. So, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> we're in Memphis? Oh, I don't know. I, that's the vibe I'm getting here. Is that where that happened, by the way? Was I that really Memphis? Am- yes. All right, good. Yeah. It was. Uh, oh, so wait, who's, who's this guy? That April, knows about f- April 4th. Well, the, uh, the- April 4th, uh, 1968. Okay. You know the U2 it. song, right? Yeah, I do know you too. April Fool, shot rang out of Memphis sky. Free last. They you do took. They took your life. They could not take you. No one knows that part. Because he sings so well. He cried. The good thing is we can edit. The good thing is you can. No! Edit. Huge chunks will go. No, it's going out live, streaming. That can't be. Uh, oh, it's since you walk in. That's horrible. Uh, what happened? <laughs> Uh, uh, by the way, my son, uh, yeah. you've had the pleasure of meeting my son. Uh, you know, I always say about your son, very handsome young man. And I always say he is like a, a, an adult who's been – he's like a miniature man. He's been he, shrunk, yeah. like a shrunken – And also you guys uh, – he's always very well dressed and he's wearing sort of uh, adult clothes. He always looks mm-hmm. like he's here to audit me or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, to- he, you know what? Uh, the next time he's in, he's going to give you some notes. He, uh, uh, it's Colonel O'Brien. Daddy, is that Colonel O'Brien? Yeah, Daddy, there's your friend Colonel O'Brien. I go, son, we're not friends. Uh, that, that's who Daddy works for. Let's not uh, let's, let's, get uh, let's not sugarcoat it. Right? And, you know, it's good for him not to grow up with illusions. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good for him right. to know the score, mm-hmm. uh, to so know the scoop, as it were. Oliver says to me, uh, Danielle's birthday is uh, this uh, Saturday. So in front of Danielle, uh, Oliver says, uh, "Hey, Daddy, uh, tomorrow let's go shopping for toys for Mommy's birthday." <laughs> and I and uh, just adorable. And then again, right in front of her, he goes. And as a surprise, let's make her cupcakes. <laughs> I said, all right, we'll do that as a surprise. He goes, do you think she'll like Wonder Woman cupcakes? I go, oh, you bet she will. I go, but it's a surprise. He goes, yeah, don't tell her. <laughs> Just right there. <laughs> right? Uh, There's nothing better. There's nothing better than that's that. That's La Bamba. You're describing, <laughs> yeah. you're describing our trombone player, La Bamba. Uh, he has that level of knowledge and he, uh, self-knowledge. What a joy. 
What a joy until bedtime, and then sweet Jesus, go to sleep. Well, yeah. listen, okay, all right, uh, you know. What? What's up? Well, if you're going to go into a whole Paul Reiser hunk now, <laughs> no, about kids and stuff, I won't have it. Are you I'm, mad at Paul Reiser? You know, Paul Reiser and I, uh, no. <laughs> I just pulled that name out of my head. <laughs> uh, I know you did, but he, he, I'm not mad at Paul he Reiser. He wrote that Huffington Post piece that. Uh, oh, if, I don't know. I don't. Look. I, and I, I, I grew up loving him, and, and I still maintain he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. I like Paul Reiser. But oh. that article. Well, now you've gone too far. <laughs> you don't like him. <laughs> No, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get into. I'm going to be really honest with you. I did not get into. If I went into the minutia of who said what and who, well, I'm telling you, Paul Reiser said. Yeah, no, no, I know, but <laughs> not uh, about you. He didn't say anything about you. No, no, I know, I know, but I, you know what I mean. If you if you get into that stuff, madness that way lives. You it, didn't Google yourself every two seconds to see what was happening. No, in February I of last year. I, no, I would have. I'd be dead. Of course, if you I would. did that. I would have. Uh, I'd have jumped into <laughs> lava. No, I did not. I think the uh, the. The probably the healthiest side that I have, or the healthiest quality I have, um, uh, is that I don't go down the rabbit hole on that craziness. I stay as much away from it as possible, and I try and just like you know act the way I want to behave. I I have friends, you know, that we actually, for all our kidding, it is a very open environment at the show. Yeah, and people will tell me if something's funny, if something's off. And people, you know, uh, I don't have any yes men in my life. And so uh, I'd kill for some, but I don't well, have Well, you've any. got one uh, <laughs> right before every show. Sorry, yes, well, you. Them. You've you. got that oh, one oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're wonderful, sir. Yeah, Enjoy yeah, your time out yeah. there. Yeah, uh, but... What uh, am I supposed to say? Well, you can tell me if... Oh, and, you know, you, the crowds have been very good, and I, I credit you with some of that, uh, but... I do. Me, I do. Give me more than some. Okay, I credit you. With, <laughs> you, you get that crowd whipped into, you know, and, right uh, you t-shirt cannons and you throw oh, gold God, coins around. If I had to do any of that, I literally would shoot oh, it Oh, he does it. I, I don't know why you're suddenly pretending you don't do it. <laughs> he has koosh balls. I and would literally turn it around. This guy, no one throws props around. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's great what you do. And the games you play. Oh, hey, who knows a TV theme song? Who wants uh, to sing? Who knows no, the no, no. I, and every night you find someone who knows Gilligan's Island theme. You're, <laughs> that, that's what you do. Uh, no. Uh, the, 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 um, can you imagine if every night you were out there doing that? Uh, no, I. Um, uh, no, I can't imagine. I would, uh, I would no, have we stopped have, doing it. We have, you know, I forget what we were talking about. Something about how great the crowds are because the fella gets them warmed up, but it's not about You me. do a fantastic job. Who's more insecure, me or you, do you think, uh, uh, in, I'm in the big win. scheme of life? I'm still going to win. You think you're more insecure? But I will say, I will say. You uh, even want to win that battle. <laughs> you even, you want to win so badly, yeah. you're going to say you're more insecure than me. Yeah, I'm very insecure. Uh, but I will say that I, I didn't, you know, going back to that, what we were talking about is that whole, did you read this? Did you hear what that one guy said? I'd go crazy. I'd go crazy. Because it was everybody, you know, it's just uh, it's it's too much. It was it's systems overload. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy that people got that, uh, you know. But uh, I, I was, you know, here we are. The dust settled, and I think we landed in a good spot. I think it's a great spot. And I, uh, I'm not talking about this motel right room, here. But <laughs> no, no, this is not this. This I is, thought you meant this. This is dreadful. No, uh, <laughs> hurtful. You're hurtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great spot. We're lucky. The Turner Broadcasting System uh, hired uh, the Conan crew. Mm-hmm. We're all back, better than ever. A couple of people are gone, right? But uh, they moved on with their lives. But we have a nice tight knit. I say we. I'm there. I'm part of the team, mm-hmm. right? I'm there for upwards of eight minutes a day, <laughs> doing my little thing. But you're a presence. Damn right, I am. Without me, that show doesn't fly. Well, everybody's uh, like I say, everyone's integral. Everybody uh, adds what they add. Uh, some take away. Uh, some take away a lot, some add a lot. 
But we end up at zero. But that's right. It all evens out. Exactly where we want to be. We end up with absolutely nothing. I'd like to off the air find out who you think is a zero. Because I think we might be on the same page on a lot of those people. Yeah. There's a couple of real duds that work for us. But you know what? I'm... (laughs) I would love for for somebody there to be listening to this and go, oh yeah, uh, wait, are they talking about me? And like not saying that there's any humor behind this. Yeah, there's some humor. There's no, there's no humor. There's, there's some, some people that there's yeah, some clunkers. There's some does, but that's life, right? To do not every job is going to have everybody pulls their weight. Yeah, uh, a couple you guys know. there. Yeah, a couple uh, guys uh, is genderless. I say guys genderless. I'm not specific. No, all the women are good. Oh, mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, wow. all the women are good. I'm not 100 on board with that. That's interesting. I don't know who you're thinking about. We'll sit down. We'll uh, we'll pie chart this. Where are you on Richter? I mean, sir, be honest. You know my opinion. I poison him every day, hoping to God he falls and I could uh, step over to that mic. Now, that's how you think it works. Every day. Oh, so you think that the chain of succession is Richter goes and you step who in? Who else would it be? You know what? You got the pipes and you're quick on your feet. Right. It would be you. Who else would it possibly be? He's not a healthy guy. <laughs> I'm slowly but surely poisoning. I think uh, he will be outlived by Ernest Borgnine. I really do. I think. Do you think Ernie B? I think Ernie B will eulogize Andy Richter. Andy Richter lives fast and loose. You know that. I do know that. He likes fast cars. He likes loose women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I true story. I went the other night. I don't go out often, but uh, Seth Green, very funny guy, mm-hmm. a good man. Uh, for a while, we, we he's been coming on my show forever, and uh, he said, "Let's you know, we talked about let's get a meal sometime." He's newly married. He's he, the four of us got together, and we went to where did we go? We went to Morton's in uh, on La Cienega. La Cienega. Sure, and we went to Morton's, and I walk in there, and in hushed tones, everyone who worked at the place came up to me and said. Oh yes, Andy Richter. Andy Richter's here. We know Andy Richter. Andy Richter. Andy Richter's a god at the Morton's on La Cienega. <laughs> he is a Norse god, and apparently he comes in and he's like Falstaff. He, you know, he orders, uh, you know, he orders his drinks. He, he, he likes a special way. Cuts of meat are brought to him. He approves them. He <laughs> disapproves of them. Uh, yeah, whole beasts are are, are slain, uh, and uh, he rules that place. And uh, he's a god. Andy Richter's a god in the Mornings at La Cienega. And I thought the whole point of this podcast was to give out little tidbits of fascinating <laughs> stuff you wouldn't hear anyplace else. And everyone's staring at me. We're listening. What the fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> I saw Judgment. I just, <laughs> you're, we're listening, you way. You had a bag and you started to take out a judge's wig. <laughs> we are listening. You had it half on. I can't win. If I can't effort win with you. All I'm if saying. I, if I talk, you guys ain't talking much. And if I sit politely and listen, what are you guys doing listening? I don't know why you sound like Jay all of a sudden. Yeah, how did I transmogrify into Jay Leno? What, uh, that? okay, that's a word you made up. No. I, I was just, that's a real word. Can we check on transmogrify? Don't even ask him to spell. Please. <laughs> like he's typing gonna, it Dan, in right now. I'm kidding. Dan, don't. Yeah, There's a blue foam coming out of your computer. <laughs> that's the first time he actually ever looked hurt. I, Dan, you know I'm kidding. Please, for the love of God. This, okay, good. This whole, this whole room is toxic now. Everyone's well, yelling at everybody. Well, you know, I, 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 listen, I know you're mostly concerned, uh, Mr. Belknap, about the levels. Uh, he doesn't care what we say as long as it's in an even tone. Uh, but I'm going to risk uh, blowing out your machine here. Go for it. Uh, because I believe that I am being judged. I, uh, I see your eyes looking at can me. I, tell I, see you? A, I see a wild animal. Let me just watching. say what I was doing. I was just picturing you and Seth Green, a very small man who also has red hair. He sat in my lap. <laughs> he sat in my lap. And you know what? Some people came over and said we didn't know that there was a ventriloquist uh, here at the steakhouse. And I said, you know what? I, uh, that's hurtful to him. Yeah. It's hurtful to me. And then I drew lines down on his <laughs> And moved his mouth. I think he's tinier than I am, Seth Green. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Three Seth Greens could have to get together to to, to make one you. Yeah, he's... and I mean that uh, spiritually. I mean that in every <laughs> single way. 
I do. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I mean, he's you a had, horrible man. You had that dinner. I don't. I uh, can't imagine anything worse. He's gone. Um, yeah, he's a bad guy. What did you get? What do you? Uh, what do you get? You get a T bone. You get okay. A, I see what we're doing now. What I did. <laughs> what I see right I'm, now. I'm not kidding. I'm going to take a swing at you. I. Swing away. Swing away. And I'll tell you something, pal. Uh, I like – this is what I like. I'm comfortable with conflict. Yeah. I, um, no fucking I, kidding. And, Jesus. You know, if we're going to swear, I, I, won't, I won't do it. I, I didn't know this was that kind of show. Um, I won't do it. I won't do it. We're not asking Wait, you what do you, what do you say you won't do? I won't do it. <laughs> and who's, who's arguing with you? You know, there's cameras. We're in a motel. Really? I'm not going to do it. Uh, we can each make our own decision about swearing. You don't have to all swear or none swear. Uh, no, we should all be on the same page. Okay. Are we swearing? Am I swearing? Why did you cave in so easy? <laughs> well, I think we should all be on the same page. I don't want to anger him. I'm no, I, I am close enough to be punched. We're swearing. You're Start. over there. You're swearing. Swearing. Okay, 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 okay. Is that what we're doing? Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, now we know why you don't want to swear. You sound ridiculous when you're okay, okay, okay. You know what? I'm a bad swearer. I'm not good at it. And when I get angry, I do it incorrectly. I say, you shitter. <laughs> you, you, you ass fuck. You know it's all stuff that doesn't. Well, how you, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't. I flow. use ass fuck. Ass fucks want to use. No, I shut your mouth, you ass fuck. I okay, but that's not fuck. a good thing. From the stage, I do it when I warm up for you. Crowd loves it. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, Should I not go as blue? I'm going very blue opening lately. I don't. I, I I'll tell you something. You I'm in a soundproof work. booth backstage. It's like the game show Twenty One. I'm I'm a sequestered. So you're cheating, and it's fixed. Yeah, and it is cheating. Yes, it's not cheating. in his favor. You know what happened a year ago. <laughs> you know, but listen, I lost. I uh, you do what you got to do. You do what you got to do. Um, what was your point? Uh, what do you eat at? The, what do you get at Morton's? You get uh, T-bone ribeye. Oh, good. I'm glad we got back here. Uh, <laughs> We've got to know. I I got the fillet last time because oh. it was healthier. It's the lean. It's the leanest cut of beef. Yeah. Do I wish that I had gotten the St. Louis? I, I don't know all the cuts of beef. This is the other thing Andy knows. He'd say, "Oh, you got to, you got to get the bone in ribeye." Oh, you get something. I'm doing. He's, my Roseanne impression and my <laughs> Andy director are the same. You got to get the bone in ribeye, and I want a martini dry with half a jub jub and slop slop. I don't do that. I say, you know, I want a diet coke and get me a. Whatever that piece of meat right there, I don't know those. Do things. they? Bring, I've never been to Morton's. Do they actually bring the cut out? To they bring. They do that thing where they bring the I don't cut out. I see it. Well, also, it's meat rotting. It's it's just don't bring me rotten meat. Just just tell me what. Yeah, I'm fine looking and going. Uh oh, like, what's that? What are you doing? What, what are you doing? What you doing? What's that? He just did the. Uh, oh God, dear, what are you doing with Mr. O'Brien here? What is it? What is it? You're not allowed to talk when the person is. He famous. didn't talk. He made a. Uh, he That's made a gesture. Worse. You know, Elliot, he's yelling at Jimmy. What do you think is going to happen if you open your mouth? I don't know, but I will say this. I like aged beef. That's all I'm going to say. Aged he likes aged beef. Oh, no. You know what I like? I like the uh, – uh, I like – Don't engage him. Don't engage him. Don't engage him. Don't engage him. Oh, man. A Kobe – an aged Don't Kobe beef. Oh, and him. when they rub the coffee – what is it? The coffee grinds on it? I've heard of that. But it's – oh, man. That's amazing. That's yeah. very good. You know what we're going to do? And I'm not going to follow up on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this so I look like a good guy on right. the air. Sure. We're all going to go out and get steaks sometime. And it's on me. It's not going to – it's not, you know, it's not again. Happening. That's right, not happening. Of but but hey, all, a bunch of stakes on me. But later on, this will be talked about. How that guy seemed like a real. He's a real aces. That guy. You know, people watching in the 1920s are going to say that guy. Twenties Irishman. Yeah, oh, that guy really got. Uh, you know, he's a real good up and comer. Uh, he's a square deal. That chap. And so, uh, yeah, we're all going to go out for stakes. Again, not happening. Yep. But uh, uh, and it's going to be on me. Not happening. I'm getting the. I'm going to get the fillet at this uh, at this dinner. That's not going down. Uh, you get yeah. the fillet. I. But you thing is. You want the fat in there. I don't. Yes, I do. don't. It's more flavorful. I don't. I understand that, but it nauseates me. You don't it, like fat? 
No. Oh, so why why have a steak then? Why don't you just uh, chew on some celery in the corner? Leave us all alone. Uh, well, not a, uh, an animal. I mean, uh, a rabbit. So you want beef, but rabbit. you want no fat in it. Fat is what gives it the flavor. I'm well aware of it. I've got a lot of food issues. You know this. I didn't know uh, that your food issues didn't were that come extreme. Up last time. Uh, and, and I expect I you to remember every conversation. I read the had. transcript on the way over. Yeah, you obviously, did your you didn't want to repeat yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I've got some food issues, as, and, and specifically with meat. So I do not like uh, my corned beef has to be extremely lean and then very bland. So uh, the idea of uh, white fat bothers you? Yeah, it grosses me out. Right. You just said yourself you got the fillet. Yeah, I got the fillet just to be healthy. But do I do I enjoy the taste of it more? No. Uh, if no one was looking, you don't like th- a fillet butterfly, delicious. What about with some? Hollandaise, Bernays, some kind of nays in there. Okay, you're getting all curvy. <laughs> what was that weird stance you just did? Yeah, what was you just no, no, I, I have to, I, I'm in an awkward position of having to do this you just to talk weird, to you guys. Hey, remember you know, who pays your bills? <laughs> He's our guest. Pays the bills. Oh, so, so I just, just do this? Yeah. Uh, wait a minute here. Okay, I here. pay your bills. You pay his bills. You know, it's a, you know, it's a trickle down. Let's be uh, – listen, I'm not going to get into financials with you. Uh, this is where you really make the dough, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just some side project. That enrages me. <laughs> it's a hobby. But once again, I'm enraged. I've, and I feel judged. I've made it clear. I'm judged and enraged. <laughs> I, neither, I deserve a rage. I made judge it clear. I want you know what? Money. I will I'll take care of it. Let's talk to Ross. You try and talk to him. I can't. He's like Jackie Mason. <laughs> he is like Jackie he's like he's like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Give us some money. He, uh, you know, years ago, uh, I worked with. This is a great Jeff Ross quote. Uh, I worked with. Uh, we worked with the chimpanzee, Andy and I, on the show. And if you don't know, chimpanzees are very difficult. They're violent. People think they're cute. You put them in a beanie, and it's fun. <laughs> they're they're. And I remembered. Uh, we worked. It was like the third time we did a sketch where there was a chimpanzee, and it hit me and pushed Andy, and it was mean and vicious. <laughs> and finally, I just turned to you know Jeff Ross, and I said, "You know, chimps are dicks." And so, flash forward to uh, then Jeff. That stuck in Jeff Ross's head. Then Jeff, during the downtime, Jeff took a uh, after year the January twenty second debacle. Uh, Jeff Ross took a trip to Africa mm-hmm. with a friend of his, uh, who also happens to be my agent, Mr. Rick Rosen. And they were out in this beautiful savanna and they were watching gorgeous animals go by and all of a sudden like a, a chimp went skittering by and Jeff Ross with no irony turned to Rick Rosen and said, chimps are dicks. <laughs> and you know, Rick Rosen didn't know what the hell he was right. talking. And he texted it to me and he said, Jeff Ross just out of nowhere just said, chimps are dicks. And I said, it's just something we talked about yeah. years ago. <laughs> Jeff Ross meant a few words. Yes. When he does say them, you quickly forget them. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Ross, the executive producer of Conan O'Brien. So I'm sorry, I didn't explain Conan. that. And not, I wasn't talking about comedian Jeffrey Ross. I know, you know, uh, influence view. No, you would have done that. In, uh, that would have been an iambic pentameter had you been uh, talking as Jeffrey. Would have been Ross. a celebrity roast. Yeah, he does p- poems and roasts. Yes, uh, Jeff Ross he is the uh, EP who I uh, shake hands with every day, and he's a gentleman. It's a good man. Uh, I like him. I like him. Were you asking <laughs> my opinion on him? Yeah, Jeff uh, is a is a he has a you know we. Uh, Jeff has his own take on life. He's, his own. he's, a, he's not a showbiz guy. He did, it's funny. He's in show business, but he seems he's immune to flattery and tomfoolery, yeah. which I like about him. Yeah. But, and he comes from – he was a tour manager for uh, Molly Hatchet, I believe. Yes. And, then, and Paul's – not Paul Simon. Uh, Diana Ross? Diana Ross. I, I said Paul Simon because they both did concerts in Central Park. That's mm-hmm. how I, I came up with huh. Paul Simon. Around the and, same era. And, one, and ACDC. And yep, ACDC. ACDC. That's right. And then uh, somehow got involved in comedy. Yes, uh, through Lorne Michaels, I think, somehow. Or someone else got him onto a TV show. He ended up working. Lorne 
then used him for Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, Lorne introduced him to me in 1993 as all the madness – and then the started. first incarnation. Here of we go, right? Here we go. And you know, Strampler's all soon is going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> yeah. Right there. What's that? I think that quote is up there. Is it where? It's right in the, right in the middle. Oh, look at that. Right I, I, I swear to God, I didn't see that. Um, Subliminal. Wow, incredible. <laughs> the way the human mind works. Well, anyway, the way mind su- works. Supplemental? Subliminal. Subliminal. Subliminal yeah. made no sense. No. So I'm no. not mad. Insurance wouldn't have said that. Yes, it is. Insurance <laughs> is supplemental. Well, Aflac is. So it will, <laughs> I still don't understand it. We'll edit this part out. Um, and I, there's a lot of editing that goes on, right? This will be something when you're we're going to cut most of this. Good. Mm-hmm. We're going to get down to just uh, me asking if Jake I was called t- you. I was told. Yeah. Leave it in. Did he call you? Yeah. What were you told? I'd like to hear what you were told. Like I was to told it. that this would be heavily edited and processed and may never actually air. That's why we're not going to go out. This is just, uh, this is just a ruse to, to get a conversation going. I love ruse. I love that word. Nice word. It's a nice ruse. Word. Yeah. A wordsmith. I use a lot of different words. Shim sham. It's the old Baltimore shim sham. So close, so close. To you know what? I, I, you, most of the words I say are real words, and it's terrible because I have children now, and I'm always around, you know, saying, "Don't give me the old Cincinnati Giacomo," <laughs> and they they're learning all this stuff, right? And they're not real words. It's not going to help them in life. Mm-hmm. I call most people Chapa. Hey, that Chapa. Right. What's up, Chapa? I don't <laughs> bother to learn people's names. You're all just chopper to me right now. <laughs> right. And, um, and we're never getting that steak. It's never going to happen. Yes. But you know what? We're going to have the time of our lives. <laughs> okay, great. And it's on me. It's on me. It's going to be a magical night. Guys, it's going to be a good night. What if, we, what if we all went to a steak shop and just waited? Steak shop? Is that what they're called? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, just waited. Real wordsmith. It's the night. Steak shop. Asshole. Would you? Uh, I'm sorry. You're the one that said, I'm the real wordsmith here. Now let's all go to the steak shoppy. <laughs> I did not. If we, yes, you did. Those I, tones. I if we all went to a steakhouse and you didn't show up, would you send your regards? No. Well, you know what? The, the waiter would um, – I'd have a waiter come over with – which they don't do anymore. Bring the phone? Out. I'd have a waiter come over with a phone and uh-huh. he'd hand it to you and uh, I'd make a big show of you then talking about it, but I wouldn't be on it. <laughs> and it would in no way relate to me. just be a dial tone. I just paid the guy You'd a lot go. of money to bring a phone over. I, uh, I would li- – by the way, uh, I want you to now find out where I'm going to have lunch in the next week and do that because <laughs> yeah. it would be the greatest joke in the history of comedy. That's strong. Uh, you, you pick it up, there's a dial tone, and, and then, then, I go, and then uh, across the street, your car explodes. Right. Oh. <laughs> what do you think why about did, that? Why does my car have to go down? I don't know. That's By just... the way, speaking of cars today, uh, and boy, I'm harping on this, uh, I, uh, I did a, uh, a joke at, uh, at uh, Jay's expense in the warm-up, and I said, one day there's going to be a spy, and then I'm going to be dri- I'm gonna be walking to my car, and uh, an old jalopy is going to run me down, <laughs> yeah. and, eh, eh, and then oh, he's going to crank it up, and then, eh, 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 and then run me down. I mean, I'm going to get hit with a $27,000 car. Wait a minute. That's not a lot of money. <laughs> and I had to then go, wait, I own a $27,000 car. And it was like one of those things where you try to go high, yeah, yeah. and then you came here, and then, uh, but they were such a good crowd today. They went with all that. Oh yeah, they were. Well, they, like, they like. They like. They uh, like. You know, they were proud. The, the most. Hey, settle down. You know, they weren't, they weren't that great, but I mean, they were fine. But they were. They were um, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, I don't know where they were for me. Um, they were there <laughs> for you. I mean, let's be honest. There's a couple of nights where it's, uh, it's you know I come out, I get them hot, and then you know you drop the ball. But that's gonna happen from time to time. You're doing a lot of shows. Yeah, I think your job. I'm the cooler. My job is to cool them off. <laughs> that's what. That's how I look at the top of the show. My my job is to cool them off. Is that right? You heat them up, I cool them down, and then the cement hardens, and we've got a nice building. Uh, <laughs> terrible. I don't even know what that means. But the point is, uh, this is I'm doing this for free, and uh, so why should things make sense? You'll get your twenty bucks. Don't worry about it. You'll yeah. get your twenty like every other guest does. Uh, What's that? Oh, I, yeah. I think the audience knows. Does the audience know we pay? Yeah, yeah. We made it clear. I think you were, you kept it a secret what the amount was for a while. No, it's out. It's Cat's out, out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it, there are stakes on me. 
How much is it? Uh, you're going to get 20. Oh. Okay. From each of us. No. Would that be weird? <laughs> for each to so Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you for your time. Um, I won't accept it. I won't accept it. I want it to go to a, a charitable cause. Uh, I'm just saying that on the air. When we're off, I want the 20 <laughs> You bucks. want that 20 bucks, sir? But uh, I want it to go to a good cause. It helps children. But uh, I, want, I want the 20. And we're never getting that steak. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to all of us getting together. It's going to be a nice day. Uh, steak and money for charity. <laughs> uh, I want my money. No steak. Uh, <laughs> I, it's a good table. It's very, uh, it's oh, very nice. It's functional. Um, uh, all right, finish your thought, and then we're going to take a break. Well, why don't we just take the break? That was my, you know, it sounded like you were doing a you ramp it up or something. I think I was, and then I don't know what happened. I don't know what I. You uh, derailed yourself. Did I derail myself, or was I derailed? <laughs> There's a, both are very good possibilities. We're talking about the crowd tonight. I oh think. yeah, great crowd. So how hot they how hot they were, and then uh, I think the magical thing about. Comedy is there's this communal intelligence when people know that something's really – you've just come up with something. And I've never understood it, but human beings can sense it. So they're seeing you in the moment come up with something. Right. And they're really enjoying – and that's to me the, the – the, it's the addiction that we're all going back for all the time is you have those moments out there where you just come up with something and they're right there and they're – it's symbiotic. They're watching you go to the next level and – they're they're helping you, and it's this little dance that happens, and sometimes plays out eight sec- for over eight seconds, yes. and then it's done. But it was great, and then I think it's the pursuit. I want that again. Mm-hmm. I want that again. I'll do a lot of crappy, shitty TV to get that one more time. <laughs> and that's what keeps me going. You know, <laughs> why do you become an old man with a cigar when you have that dream uh, and talk with yourself? I just think all my heroes are very, very old men. George, what do you think of George Burns? We talked about something. We talked about legends the last time you were on here, and I don't want to get into it. It was boring. But <laughs> what about George Burns? Uh, you like the you're a George Burns guy? Why? Well, I... Where do you stand and uh, you're watching? Are you confused like I am? <sighs> Is he he's, one he's of my all time? He's not going to hear this. No, I know, but I. He's not one of the people that I, I you know, I, I don't like I cite him. I, he had this renaissance, you know, it actually started with the Sunshine Boys, that mm-hmm. movie, uh, and, and which movie. he's, which he's, you know, which was a great movie, which he was, which he was great in. And then he was uh, this late 1970s, early 80s fixture, you know, yeah. but I never, I never saw, I never knew any of his earlier work. And it's funny when you get these comedians who you only know from their later work, Bob Hope. I grew up only knowing him as the guy that wears a blue blazer with a crest and tells jokes uh, and, and football you know, linebackers come running out. And I never – it didn't speak to me. And then I saw his work from the 1930s, I mean from the you – know, mostly the, the 40s and I thought, man, that guy was good. Yeah. I mean handsome, so fast, so ag- – as a comedian, just so funny and had invented that – that character, and then I later found out that Woody Allen patterned his a lot of his persona on early Bob Hope, hope. which, when you see it, makes sense because it's the cowardly, yeah. uh, back on his heels. All right, fellas. Oh, oh boy, that's a strong guy. Okay, all right, fellas. You know, uh, constantly trying to talk himself out of a jam, not physically having the goods, but right. having to, you know, and trying to charm people. <laughs> nice, nice with the. Oh, good, that's a sharp, pointy. You're and right. then you, see, and then you see uh, Woody Allen. You think, okay, I see where that that came from. Uh, you know, a friend of mine, uh, the guy that does the theme song, Daver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I used to make a joke in my act at uh, Bob Hope's expense. Uh, mainly for the same reason that I grew up seeing this guy, sure. that, uh, like you know, reading cue cards and poorly. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I would make a joke every night at his expense in my live show. And my friend Dave said, "Do you really dislike Bob Hope?" I go, "I go, he's horrible." 
And then he said, do me a favor, go back and watch your blah, 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 blah. Sure. And then I did. It was like, oh, I got to change that to George Burns. I have to. <laughs> somebody's going down. Yeah. Somebody is going down. Someone, uh, some old person. Well, that's the, the, the point of the pay. joke is that uh, older people, whenever I see somebody older in the crowd, I apologize for the language and, uh, you know, say you got to be thinking, hey, Bob Hope never talked like this. And that's right. He didn't. And he was never funny. So that's the joke. And uh, but he was, but you know that's, that's the other my thing point. too. He was, and so then right. I had to change it to George Burns, is uh, who I say now. Yeah, but and, uh, uh, and I'm probably going to change. I'll that tell you this. Stevenson. I'll tell you this. Uh, people like Jack Benny, uh, who said that you know the funniest person they ever met was George Burns. You know personally that he was. You know uh, so, but you hear all those kinds of things like oh you know Harry you know, owes. Uh, Zeppo Marx was the funniest Marx brother. That one always angers me because I think that's just not true. I think that's, that's what people just talk. It can't, not there's, true. there's no evidence. There's not one well, piece of you know, film yeah. that is evidence that he is the funniest uh, of the Marx right, brothers. Right, but they're all saying backstage. Well, then nobody bring it up. Spin it up. Right. Let's go. That's like in our show. You'll probably, you know, I know one day you're going to say like, oh, people talk about Conan and Andy backstage. It was associate producer Dan Ferguson was the funniest <laughs> man I ever met. Okay, I, I just like made Dan. that up. That's a funny guy. Hey, he's high most of the time. I don't know anything about. It. I don't. Uh, I don't pay any attention to people's personal. Uh, a lot of pot. A lot of pot. Uh, I'll say that on the air. I don't care. You, you know, know he li- and he listens. He's a listener to this. Yeah, and also I'm just going to say this right now. It's not just oh he occasionally has a puff. The guy is one of those people that's into. Look, I got the animal crackers that are made of pot. Look, I got a night guard, a tooth, a tooth, an anti grinding tooth guard made of pot. Oh, I you know I've had fillings made of pot. He, his body needs to constantly be absorbing it. He's uh, he's one hophead, that kid. Is that a term you people use, the kids? He's a real hophead. I'm your head. age. How the hell do I know? I I'm talking know. to these guys over here, the guy wearing the ironic T-shirt. He, they're, yeah. they're hopheads, aren't they? No? Okay. <laughs> no, Dan, very late back. Uh, oh, by the way, Dan's a junkie. He's uh, He he hasn't done the juice in, uh, what is it, 10 years now? Yeah. 10 years. Uh, former junkie. Yeah, figure that Dan. out. You're just gonna, what, what are we throwing that out there? We're going to all talk about our past? We're talking about pot. We're, we're talking he, about he knows the lingo. He knows the lingo. So if he, if he, yeah, if he doesn't know Hophead. Or, uh, uh, the kids are called Matty Jane. Little <laughs> marijuana. Nobody calls it that. <laughs> you know what they used to call it? You know, like, funny cigarette. Like that would yeah. be the kind of thing. Like that guy, it's sort of like, you hear Carson probably say right. that on TV in the early 70s. Oh, that guy has a funny cigarette. You know, it's uh, for a while there. That's what they were calling it. Funny cigarette. Yeah. They Not anymore. Would, uh, they would also call the gays uh, a little fruity. Or a little. Mm. He's a little. He's a little. He's two inches off the ground. He's a little light in the loafers. <laughs> that's What's happening Carson. over there? Are you okay? You're that's right? uh, as I always say. That's my. Uh, that's my John Stewart doing Johnny Carson doing Jackie Gleason. That's right. my. Uh, that, that impression's four deep, Conan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, horrific. Damn. Terrible. Who's judging now? You know what? When I do it, it's not judging. It's just the truth. Uh, <laughs> I'm an oracle. I'm in a Greek play. I'd be an oracle. I'm just a. A truth, truth teller. I'm a Greek chorus. Let's take a break. So we could uh, stop this madness. <laughs> let's take a break. Let's clean. Is the break happening right now? We're gonna. We're about to. We're about to take a break. How do I know what's happening? I mean, we're, I'm gonna say let's take a break. I will take my headphones off, and then we're we're in the break. And then gonna, do, does the break have to last to time? Well, I'm gonna go to the restroom. I'm hungry. What do you want? A sandwich? I'd like to get you all steak. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. It's it's expensive nice. steaks. Nice callback. Very nice. Yeah, no. Very nice. Steaks, steaks for every time. The time. That and you know what? It's not happening. Wait a minute. The, even though you just said you want to do it again, it's not happening. Oh yeah, quit teasing but you these know what, kids. What, you know what? This kid's a former junkie. You 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 throw out something like that, he's going to believe it. You know, listen. First of all, it creates the impression that man, that gun's a good guy. Now it probably undermines it a bit that I keep saying it's not happening. <laughs> but you but know still, what? Steaks. Steaks. Half all the around. people will only hear the good steaks part. Steaks all around. 
Yeah, you're a good guy. Steaks we read me. every day. Everybody we talk to, we read it every day. Steaks, steaks are. And right. Jimmy doesn't stop talking about it either. What a great guy you. Is that true? Do yeah. I talk about it a lot? Uh, whenever he comes up. Right. You know what I have? I have a nice quality. How's that? Mm. You know what's the dickiest thing I do, which I love in my life, just in general? I'll be walking down the street and I'll be with my assistant or I'll, you know, I'll be with someone who works on the show. And someone will come up and go like, hey, come on, how are you? And I'll be like, I'm doing great. And they'll say like, you know, so like, oh, yeah, it was very nice to see you. And they walk away. And while well, they're still in your shot, I'll say to the person I'm with, I have a nice quality. <laughs> they're like, you're an asshole. No one says that. Nobody says that. Nobody says, I'm fun. That's the other yeah. thing nobody ever says. Come on, I'm fun. Come on, I'm fun. You know what that means? Uh, you're not, not fun. fun. Not fun. Uh, all right. Conan O'Brien is our guest. We're going to take a quick break. I have to use the restroom. He's going to go out and get those steaks we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys want? A St. Louis chop? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, you don't know you any choose. You choose. You're, you're the expert. I'm going to defer to your oh, yeah, I'm not, judgment. I just called it a St. Louis chop. <laughs> yeah, I'm the expert. We'll call Andy Richter. I'll find out what to get you punks. Okay. Uh, Dan, what would you get? Do you eat meat, Dan? Yeah. You seem like a guy that would be a vegan. You seem like a vegetarian to me. No, I like meat. You love it, huh? I like, I'm the opposite of you that I like it really rare. You're opposite of me. You like it rare. Yeah. That's not the only thing we're opposite on. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'll tell you something. I'm going to go on a limb here. But I don't know how it works here. When I'm done mm-hmm. <laughs> with this interview. Yeah. Interview is a strong word. Conversation. I'm going to say interview because it's more professional. <laughs> uh, okay. Babblethon. When we're done with this burbling babblethon. <laughs> don't uh, Do not undermine this. Uh you know, I don't know. Do you, how, you, how does it work? Do you guys lock it all up right away? Do we got to we take all the equipment down or something like that? I, I'd buy you guys a meal. We, uh... You have to go on to the next thing? How does it work? I, I don't think anybody here would uh, go on to the next thing. I think uh, if you're making that offer, I think everybody's going to uh, take you up on it. I think... You need to backpedal quickly. I think we'll go for... <laughs> I, I will, I'll take you guys out for a bite to eat. Where, where, where are we going to go? Well, I know it should be someplace I'm near not, this. I'm not biting on this. No, I'm, I'm going to do it. This emotional roller coaster not, no, stops here. I'm going to do it. <laughs> do I'm going to do it. You want to go to burritos? Go across the street get burritos? I would like to take you guys to something, uh, to a nice meal, but I don't know what's here. I Stanley's? honestly don't. There's a good, Stanley's is pretty good. What's Stanley's? What yeah, kind of food do they have? Stanley's is okay. Why do you got against Stanley's? I don't like that they have a, a tile floor and, and then they have like a table in the middle of it. It seems echoey to me. I don't okay. like that. Here's a better question. What is better within a block? I don't have the answer to that. Okay. Right? I like Does anybody here, I mean, you've got a computer. <laughs> uh, you know, instead of uh, hey, of, uh, looking up transmogrify. Shit, guy that was shitting on me earlier for just talking about my underpants. Uh, this is a big deal. This is Conan O'Brien <laughs> saying, I'm going to take you guys out to dinner and meaning it. Really meaning it. <laughs> but it's not going to happen. Yes, so it is. Nobody's falling for it. No, it, here's the thing I do. I see the look in Dan's eye. He's getting his hopes up. Uh, yeah. This guy's a, you can't dangle <laughs> drugs in front of this guy. Meets his new drug. He's trying to... Can I tell you something? He's trying to move on. He's... He is trying to rebuild his life. <laughs> and you keep saying, hey, junkie, hey, you former junkie, hey there, junkie, hey there, junkie from the past, you were once a junkie, see? And he, you know, he's like, oh, look at him talking to some girl. Hey, how do you like the former junkie? <laughs> see what I mean? He's what trying to I move on. To well, duh, you shouldn't do it. What do you think of the former junkie? You know, and he's watching a guy riding a horse. He's like, ah, oh, the junkie's watching a jockey. You know, <laughs> leave the guy alone. Let's don't throw shit at me. He threw something at you. I'm telling you, I will take... The people in this oh, room. No. Yes, I will. Here I, comes you know Kennedy. What? If Kennedy is involved. No, I mean, I'm, this is Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. I promise you. Uh, that's a too deep impression. Yes. Um, it's three. Oh, I guess it's you. Never mind. Wait, what you got there, pal? A chapa? What, what you got? You find, it some, you can find a place to eat? He's looking up a restaurant. I'm going to take you guys to eat. I am really going to do it. The last thing you want to do is that. I'm going to do it. I, I don't, I don't be want to hang out with these people. Would be a long meal? I run to my dwell? car when this is over. We won't. Dwell. Listen, would it kill you? Would it kill you? And look, first the other thing is. 
do we really know? Is it going to really happen? All you people listening and watching right now, okay, he's played a lot of mind games with us. Is this really going to happen? You guys will say on the next show whether it really happened or not. I may just be fucking with you. This may not happen. But I'm saying right now it's going to happen. We're going to get a meal together. And it's going to be at a – I want it to be at a decent place. What is that? I don't want to go someplace that has tile, you know, and oh. That's, a, that's misleading. It, it, that is true, and yet that is, it is better than the floor. What that, you got there? Mr. Cecil's California Ribs is supposed to be really good. Oh, Mr. wait a minute. California Ribs. What's that Where place? Is that? Right up here, it's supposed to be very good. What? That's uh, McDonald's you're pointing at. No, no. <laughs> they have a McNugget there. They do, and they have, they have ribs too. It's McDonald's a fun. Has ribs. Oh, I've had that. Mc, I don't make rib, and I'm, I don't want to risk pissing off a monolithic. The McRib, the first couple of bites taste amazing. Seven bites in, you just you want to get a gun and shoot your colon. <laughs> I say that every time. Yeah, every get, time shoot your colon, like you I, say I get it once a I get it once a year. Yeah, right. I told you this. I get it once yeah. a year. I'm three bites in. I love it. The fourth bite, I, I have no interest in that yeah, thing anymore. Yeah, And then uh, your, your stool for six weeks is a clear white gel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're eating that, that properly. I think you're using You know what? I'm eating, a lot of clear, I'm eating a lot of clear white gel with <laughs> the McRib, so it may not be the McRib. I don't think it is. I think it may be the, the uh, eating of the clear the, white gel. The hair gel, yeah. We're going to go out to dinner after this. All right. Right. How much longer does this thing go on for? Well, I mean, listen, we're not going to take a break at this point. We're going to go. We're going to finish this thing out. And if we're, we're really gonna... doing the dinner, then we could just stop right now. I mean, I don't. <laughs> who are we? <laughs> now, but here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. This we don't know if we're really going. Here's for dinner. the thing. Here's the thing. So you stop it early, and now you guys are into it. <laughs> and then, and then, and then yeah. I just get up, and you even go to shake my hand, and <laughs> I don't even acknowledge you, and I step outside, and there's an SUV made of gold, <laughs> and I get into the back. And it uses, here's how it works. It just mm-hmm. fires gasoline out the back to push it forward. It's the most wasteful car you've ever seen. And I'm whisked away to my private sanctum mm-hmm. in a gated community somewhere in Catalina. Just a car that's shooting gasoline out the back mm-hmm. to push it forward. It runs 900 miles, uh, 900 gallons to the mile. That's what it gets. Wow. It's, the, it's, it's got the, a big tank then. Yeah, most self-indulgent car ever. Wait, 900 miles to the gallon? That would be good gas mileage. Uh, no, no, no. 900, 900 gallons gallon. to the mile. That's what oh, I said. I yeah, it takes 900 gallons Understand? just yeah, to go a mile. Just fu- yeah. And, and, and the, the license plate is a vanity plate that just says, I suck. <laughs> And I'm just the shittiest person alive. But it, it's spelled I-C-E and then a space this and is then interesting. U-K. This is interesting. <laughs> no, wait, Here's the question. Going. Here's the question now. And this, is, I, this has got people riveted. I'm telling you, I understand broadcasting. People listening right now, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Is he really going to take them out to – I'm saying right now I'm going to take you out to eat. Mm-hmm. Yes, we but, get the premise. But, but listen, but listen. <laughs> but am I? The premise. But you get the premise. No, might no, no, be over-explaining it. I, 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 there's a duality here. We got it the 15th time. It's like an Edgar Allan Poe story. Yes. If he was redundant. We are going yeah. to build this a This is a very wall. redundant Poe. I will wall you up. With a stone wall. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> you will be encased Again, behind said wall. Again. No, yeah, I got when it. you leave your watch and we'll hear the ticking of your nice wristwatch. Oh, that will be the, the clock. Oh. You like nice. that, right? I did like that. And then that. he gets home in his 900-gallon-a-mile SUV and goes, oh, no, I left my watch in that stone wall. And, yes. And that's when I realized that I had to murder all of you. <laughs> oh. I just took a dark turn. That took a weird yeah, that was, angle. That was not. Well, you already murdered us if you walled us in. By default, we will eventually die of starvation. Dinner's not happening. Uh, <laughs> Dinner's out? It's over? No, no, it's back again. Nah. Oh. Here, you know what I love? You know what I love? I, you are captives 
you are captives who think every day you might get released. But then sometimes I take you out to the yard and line you up against a wall and you think this is it. But then I take you back to the cell. But then I say you're going home tomorrow. But then you don't. You're going to be a wreck by the time this interview is over. Here's, and I say interview because that's more of a formal here's, professional term. Here's my thought on this. There's no pressure on a conversation. By the, uh, by the time that uh, Elliot and Dan tear all the equipment down. Uh, They're not going to do that. We're going to lock the door. We don't have a away. choice. Uh, I have to do that. You'll be so bored you wish you would have gone home. Well, I, I preface this whole go. conversation by saying. Oh, how does it work? What are the, you know... And I, I'm, I'm yeah. telling you. And, well, you're telling me now after I've made the offer. But you didn't say that these guys have to you get out... You shut up To be fair, you did me. not take a breath. I said, quiet. <laughs> you guys didn't say you have to get out Phillips head screwdrivers and take apart... Oh, I've got to take apart my Apple computer and put all of its components in a little separate leather bag. Isn't that how you store your What computer? do you have to break this down? How do you have, have, what do you have to break down? Cameras need cameras. to go away. Uh, this equipment needs to go away. Oh, please. Who are we kidding? There's a drain on the floor. You, you put a fire hose on. You wash it all down. <laughs> you buy new equipment. That's what I do at the end of every one of my shows. It's very sure. wasteful. <laughs> we destroy all the equipment after every show. We do. Huge, powerful jets of water. I'm not water. there long enough. I, uh, again, I leave after the monologue. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. I sit around. I watch well, some of the best parts of the, uh, of the interviews. I'm very good on my... Ugh. Feet. That was my that was my Adam West. The, the unnatural self-doubting Adam West. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends Zip Recruiter. Zip zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah, if you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people, we could, you know, get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You've said, look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, are they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Um, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is for, through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, listen, this is, you You know this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. 
never was on board with the Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In I, the, in I the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah, It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where... I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day oh my god they got all this all sorts of things over there they got delicious things over there head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 use code pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active factor good food fast according to brian is our guest he's uh talking about meals uh, why did I? Why did I feel the need to repeat what he repeated fifteen times? Well, you're, uh, what are you doing? You're, you're wrapping it up? No, I'm not. I'm just putting my watch on. I like to put it on. I like to take it off. You know what I used to do back in the days when I was a comedy writer? Is I would take my shoe off and put it on the table and look at it. And Kevin Nealon noticed this, and he's talked about it. I've completely forgot that I used to do that. But I used to wear old man kind of uh, shoes. You know, shoes uh, with the laces and the little. Little decorative, what are they called? Wingtips? Wingtips. I would wear old shoes that I would get. I literally got some several pairs of shoes that I would buy at yard sales, and I would wear them. I went through a phase in my in the early 20s when I was in a rockabilly phase, and I'd wear old shoes that I bought. And I used to sometimes take one off and put it on the table and just look at it while we were trying to think of an idea. And Kevin Nealon used to – he sketched me actually doing that and showed me one of the sketches recently. He did, didn't he do that on the he show? He did it on the air, yeah. 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 I stayed around for that interview. Mm-hmm. I don't stay for all of them. I stay for no. a lot of the interviews. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, I whatever. Stay I stay. I, I eat, uh, as I mentioned, a lot of cucumbers, uh, some mini cupcakes from time to time. Uh, that's what that happens in the green room. You know what this is? This is time we could be eating. <laughs> We've got a show to do. Listen, you, you, you can't just pull it up short. Is, okay. How much time have we done? I don't even know. I'm, An hour and 21 minutes. Oh, my God. I know. I had no idea. And what is this? This is some sort of... It's a four-hour show. Okay. 90 minutes. The show's 90 minutes. That's why I said we're not even going to take the break now. We're going to go right to the uh, tail end here. Okay. I'm, now I'm in a different mode. I'm conserving energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like someone who's you know trapped in a mine. I'm trying not to very shallow, slow breaths. This is an hour. And I, I didn't realize. You know, it flew by. I didn't really. <laughs> it's been a painful, you know, painful uh, long. You should come on more often. Again, it's uh, this or the loving embrace of a family's bosom, and I do mean a family's bosom that we're uh, that uh, you, that we're allowing you to go back home to. You do not have to take us out to dinner. I want to make that very clear. In fact, I'm begging you not to. I'm going to stress again: the the dinner is a mystery. Will it happen? Will it not happen? And I and can we explain? You think I'm being repetitive? Oh God! Damn the it, trick I'm is seriously. to keep the audience <laughs> on the edge oh of its God. seat. They're on the, they're, they're off the chair. Alfred Hitchcock once said, "I want said. this to be." They're off the chair to the stop button. I want this to be for people listening right now. Yes, and, and I don't believe those are cameras, so I think they're just listening. They're not watching. But I want this to be 
one of the great broadcast mysteries. <laughs> Will this meal happen or not? All I right. think I, and I, the more I talk about it, the more I build it up. I know what I'm doing. Maybe you're going to even drug us, and then we'll wake up not knowing if we had had dinner with you oh, or that's not. That's not a bad so idea. So no one ever knows. And the portion right? of your brain that remembers what you ate has been removed. <laughs> uh, by the way, little... let's not do that with Dan. Dan's a junkie. If we drug him, he's right back on you the know juice. What? It's not, I don't like it. Let the, let the guy grow. Let the guy be a new person. Why do you keep saying junkie, 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 junkie? Uh, it, it's one of the recurring themes on the show. I don't like it. I, I, I don't. Well, you want me to tell you what I don't like about your program? I'll tell you something right now. You're judgmental. You're a very, you sit in judgment. <laughs> You wear judges' robes and a judge's wig. Your favorite actor is Judge Reinhold. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> uh, I also like the other fellow from Taxi. All right, I'm not going to listen. We're not going to do that. Judd Hirsch. That's Judd. Never mind. I don't listen to See what I'm saying? I don't care for him. I don't judge what you just did. Hmm. You turned a judge into a Judd. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't like the Judds either. I, I don't. Something. Really? Not even one song. Ashley as an actress? Oh, I like yeah. Ashley Judd. You know, she's made some bad decisions, though. Yes. Oh, please. That's the inherent in all movie making. <laughs> Don't you snap at me. I'm just telling you what to say that I, someone's I, made a bad she's, decision. She's so good that she's uh, – but her errors, I think, have hurt her. That she should be getting these Naomi Watts roles and uh, she made some mistakes and so that's not she happening. She got too caught up in following her husband's race car career. What? What happened? Isn't she married to uh, a race car driver? Bobby Unser? You, you must. We know this but you don't understand the, the Falklands. <laughs> Don the Snake Perdome? Yeah. Who's she married to? I don't remember the guy's name. He's, he's got an Italian name. Dan, I'm looking at you. Machiavelli? Please, he's still looking up a restaurant. <laughs> Mario, Mario Franchetti. Mario Franchetti? <laughs> I don't. I'm Franchesi. Not. Mario Franchesi. I don't follow that. They, you know, they're calling NASCAR a sport now. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Hey, when you guys are talking, can I tag out? Is there a, <laughs> how does it work? Can I just sure. take a breath? That's what you can do when we're talking. Okay. <laughs> what happened? What happened? You turned on me. You, know, you, you just told the Beatles not to play. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You, know, you just uh, told Pele to drop the soccer ball and uh, go back inside the house. Keep going, keep going. No, I, I, this is your choice. Who else? You know? Who, what else do we do? Well, Picasso, you know, put down that brush. Yeah. You know, what's with the painting, Picasso? When I said paint the ceiling, I'm in blue. You know, uh, I mean, what you're doing essentially is saying, hey, Edison, uh, enough with the tinkering. Uh, this candle's fine. So when you tell Conan O'Brien to shut up, you're... You're, you know, hey, Superman, we're good, you know? Don't stop the asteroid from hitting Earth. That's what you're basically saying. I wish I had that thing again to throw at you. Well, you've got a bottle, but it's got stuff in it, and that's going to make it. It does. That's not going to go down. And, uh, uh, it's the worst. worst. The purity. Where's the purity? That's full. That's what comes out the best show I've ever done or the worst? It's an extreme. <laughs> I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with A. Really? You've enjoyed yourself. You're going to play this game. You're going to play this game, but you know, you're going you're to get sure. the car, you're going to call your wife, you're gonna, you know what, honey? I was right. That should be part of what's funny, and I enjoyed myself doing his show again. It was good to be back with him. That's what you're going to say. And then you're going to explain this dinner mystery. No, then, then you're just going to hear a dial tone. <laughs> all depends. We'll see, guys. By the way, I don't know what phone you're on where you heard dial tone on a cell phone. I don't know where you're calling. This is chilling. Oh, yeah, That's weird. I never thought of that. There is no dial tone on a cell phone. Hmm. No. Dial tone's gone. Whole generation doesn't know the dial tone. Right? Although, you know, when I called my wife's phone today, it sounded like an old-fashioned phone on the, uh, on the end. It sounded like a 1970s phone. Ringing. How so? Oh, it, it made a ringing. It made noise. a ringing noise. Uh, what does it usually do? Does it make a ringing noise? You know, we just lost Charlie Callis, the comedian. Yeah. Yes, we did. And it, I'm, I, I'm not. This isn't a. I'm not having a stroke. I thought of it for a reason. I watched like a, I think maybe a 1962 appearance by Charlie Callis, and uh, he get and I only knew the older Charlie Callis. I didn't see this was a very early appearance by him, and he went up. And what I liked is he's doing space work, mm-hmm. and he was doing a. Uh, dialing a phone. That's what just made me think of it right yeah. now. And he was very good at that. And I enjoyed watching his physicality. Mm-hmm. And I thought, 
a guy, you know, he and I, I liked he told a story and acted it out, a story that would be politically incorrect today because it it had these two guys who go hunting and they're sort of he's playing these palsied characters. But I thought it was, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And you give it up for him. And again, know. you only know the 1980s and 90s Charlie Callis, where at that point he was just going, ha, ha, yeah. And you're like, oh, geez, why is this guy on television? Uh, but yeah, I, I don't disagree. I enjoyed Charlie. Well, yeah, I thought uh, – I didn't know him as a stand-up. I didn't see him as a stand-up. I knew him as the guy on Switch. That's a show with uh, Eddie Albert and uh, Robert Wagner. It ran from, I think, something like 1974 to 1977, but there are people out there that will check that. Or even in here. I'm going to say 75 to 78. 75 to 78. What? Look at that. Was it really? Wait a minute. You already looked up that Switch? Was, that was insanely fast. Did you know that was coming? Hey, can we give it up for me guessing 75 to 78? You, no. You, no. The no. You're giving him credit for, oh, you very happened. You very happened. I expect it from you. It's a given. You know dates. That's never happened. Yeah. yeah were that's great. He verified it with a computer. <laughs> that's better than me pulling it out of my ass. Faster than it's ever happened in his life. I'm sir. not here every night, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, yes. I guess uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, cocktails are in order. Oh, well, not for that guy. He's a junkie. Uh, um, wait, hang on, everybody. Hey, jo- hey, great job going on those dates. <laughs> hey, thank you. You know what? You think you're being sarcastic, but thank you. <laughs> I do. It feels right to me, to be complimented constantly. It feels... And, and, and so I even take it when it's sarcastic. Yeah? Yeah, it just all feels good. It's all sugar from my system. It all feels yummy. Yum, 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 yum. Thanks for the compliment. Oh, creepy. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Don't ever do that again. Mm, yummy. Don't ever do that again. Mm, it was delicious. Ooh, awkward. What? No, not awkward at all. Mm, yummy. Delicious. Stop it. Little like candy this. treat. It's like a new character. It's the, the guy who eats compliments. Mm, I love compliments. <laughs> Thank you. I hate this guy. I hate that character. You know what? Uh, it's nauseous me. That's food love. Yeah, it's food. Just it's say something. Ties in your food problem. Just <laughs> compliment me, please. Uh, hey, you look great today. Mm. <laughs> it's, you know what? That one had like a nougat center. Is that right? Because it was about my personal mm. appearance. Uh, that sweatshirt is really cool. Mm. That's like a peanut brittle. It's not as good because it's about something I'm wearing. Anyway. You chose it. You probably went shopping. You have a good, you have Good taste, Conan. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, that's super horrible. Makes it about him. Horrible. <laughs> this is terrible. And uh, I, uh, I don't know. I like me. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. All right, we're done. You know what I have? What? I have a nice quality. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> you know what I like to do? Uh, when somebody who's uh, doing just a uh, doing just nothing, nothing of a job, I always like to tell that person they're doing a great job. And then as soon as they walk away, I go, they're doing an okay job. And then that person always goes, oh, you don't think they're doing a good job? I was like, no, they couldn't have fucked that up. That's right. the, that's the premise of that piece. I that's couldn't. Good. I wanted to give a specific that I realized it might hurt some people's feelings, right. so that I chose not to really go into any details. Therefore, making that story a snooze. <laughs> no, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. It was a snooze. Look, are you? Are we really wrapping this up? Because I don't have a sense of when this thing. Because I like to really go for the big finish. Oh yeah, you want to close up tight? <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, it's about the meal. You want to? Uh, oh man! Oh, no. oh man! <laughs> Here we go. No, but I I can see. You're gonna I've break created, their heart. This is like an Andy oh. Kaufman thing where there's real. There's real tension in here. There's stakes. That guy wants. There's st- stakes on the stakes. Well, are we gonna get? Who knows what's gonna happen? We're raising. Did the you stakes. do? Wor- did you do wordplay? I did a little bit right there. Okay, I, I don't like that. And stakes. I can't stand wordplay. Hate it. How do you? What do you well, mean? That, then he's getting you back for the eating the compliment guy because mm-hmm. he hated that. But I, that's a that's a character. I like characters. <laughs> um, Compliments. Oh, boy. I mean, uh, wordplay. Oh, I don't like it. I took your face and turned it around. It has dual meaning now. I I don't (laughs) like it. Wait a minute. What the F? What? Let me, uh, uh, where's a roll of tape? Hey, we're going to do some taping today. Really? Who does that? That would never do that. 
That's uh, that's crazy. No, I never did uh, that. Do you like puns? I'm a, oh no 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 puns are low. Lord Michaels. No 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 no. I don't like no. I don't like puns. That's a form of humor that is suited to a sign at a professional sporting event. That's the level of comedy you're dealing with. Is if somebody puts it on a sign, and holds it up at the Laker game. That's, uh, that's I don't like belongs. a pun. I don't like a pun. I don't like <laughs> or listen to you. <laughs> you know, I don't. Wanna, I'm not gonna put. I was backing him up, and he shivved me. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I've got your back. Okay. I like you. And you, I, didn't, you didn't have a back at all. I like your shirt too. Thank, oh, <laughs> it's my shirt. It's just a your character. No, it's true. Um, got that from. Uh, John Fogarty. That character, that character belongs to Never Not Funny. He did it on this show. It belongs to us. We'll be doing. You're gonna, well. You know what? You're going to make some sweet cash off of that, and that's there's your raise. Oh, right there's there. my raise from that. <laughs> yum yum yum. yum. Uh, it's going to be on a T-shirt. By the way, I don't, I don't want you to think your John Fogarty reference didn't go unnoticed. That's that a, exactly the kind of shirt that he would have. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fortunate son. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, I'll take it. John Fogarty. I like John Fogarty. Yep. What's not to like? The guy wrote them. He played the leads, and he sang them. What's not to like? Uh, the guy here's did it why. all. Because everybody, everybody paints John Fogarty the same way they paint Roger Waters as an arrogant idiot. Uh, but John Fogarty seems like a pleasant man whenever I meet him. I met him once. I never heard that about. Uh, I've heard that he was like this arrogant. Well, I think he had a. Uh, I think he had a bad experience. Yeah. I think he was uh, had an angry period, and then I think he. I've always enjoyed meeting him, and I. I've always again said, who else? Writes the songs. He sang the songs. He produced them, and then he uh, he played the lead. On the, he plays great guitar parts. Yeah, I like him. I like him. That is a live album, Premonition. If you don't own it, uh, great. Your friend Jack White's another guy like that. He does all. Jack that. White does everything. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, and and he's he's funny and really creative and yeah. creates. He's got that. Uh, he has that uh, um, hat. <laughs> yes, he's got that hat. Red What's I thinking of? Oh, I'm, I'm completely blanking because I'm, you know, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten. Uh, um, Andy Warhol. He's got an Andy Warhol uh, okay. ability to create his own world. Yeah. When you hang out with with Jack, he's got people around him who are dressed a certain way, and there's a certain aesthetic, and mm-hmm. there's a certain there's a he's he's designed his entire life, and I think God, give it up for that guy, really? you know. Yeah, he's. You don't want to go what a controlling weirdo? No, not at all. I don't feel that way. When people make, uh, when you see the way he lives and what he's created, I think that's really cool. Well, I have not seen that, so I will. uh, will. And you won't. You won't. (laughs) These are. I'm talking about inner sanctums, very (laughs) rarefied air. I'm talking about special. I'm sorry, you're nodding off. (laughs) I. I I, I live in a special. I I just walk on raindrops. I, a man who lives in the clouds. I'm. I'm an ether. I'm a gas. I'm really, I'm a gas dude. Hey, brother, how you doing? <laughs> Word play. Word play. That's the third time I've said, yeah, brother. Uh, all applicable. Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> oh, my God. Is this going to be the big finish? Because No. Oh, uh, this just take us deeper into the bunny hole. It will. Uh, <laughs> we're getting on a plane. We're coming back from the San Francisco Sketch Fest. Who's uh, we? Uh, Matt Belknap and uh, Pat Francis, the fellows on that poster. Okay. Uh, we're coming back from doing a live uh, show of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get on the plane, and there's a uh, basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, college. A college basketball team. A couple of gal college basketball teams. And uh, a gentleman, African-American gentleman, says... Uh, uh, he's in the aisle, and then he moves. He goes, oh, excuse me. And I go, thank you, brother. And the second I said, thank you, brother, I realized just how racist and faded <laughs> it sounded. I go, thank you, brother. Really? Really? And then just started making fun of myself going down the aisle. But I yeah. say thank you, brother, to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's going to happen eventually. 
is if you say something and repeat it enough, someday I'm going to say chapa to somebody who's got no teeth. <laughs> right, right, right. Gonna, Well, that's what happened. Yeah. And they're going to gum me to death. Thank you, know? brother. Really? really? Like, but I called myself on yeah, it immediately. Yeah. Did yes. I not? Yes, you did. I was. And then I got to listen to the basketball team talk nonstop from the flight to San Francisco to Los Angeles. Probably uh, very good stuff. No, it was not. It was horrible. Uh, Their high-pitched laughter pierced even the oh, most powerful noise-canceling cute cute headphones. Uh, what's your question? Cute curls? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you like, oh, yeah. if you like tall, yes, I do, and I do too, and I like them small. I like ladies, I like big butts. Cannot lie, can't lie. Uh, Conan O'Brien's been our guest, uh, who is slowly but surely passing out as the show is going on. I can't. I, you know, I did a show today. I gave of myself. What do you? What do you think you give the show? One hundred and ten. Let me tell you something. 90? Every night you watch me. Every night I put my bone marrow into a wood chipper, and and just spray it out onto America. <laughs> yes, you do. And then you ask me. You say, "Hey, buddy boy." That's, what you, that's how he talks to me. Uh-huh. He, says, he says, "Hey there, buddy boy. I'll see you at the Lorraine Motel later for a seven-hour podcast." <laughs> you don't worry. We're going to bring the water, and uh, so I give it myself again. Yeah. And now we get to the big question of the evening: yeah. <laughs> Are we going to have that meal? Are we going to have that meal? Um, and you know go. what? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I, you can feel it in the room. You can feel this guy is salivating all over his soul patch. He is. Uh, <laughs> you are. You know what I mean? I oh, yeah, okay. He is one hungry beatnik right now. He is. <laughs> you know, you're not even a beatnik, though, are you? Yes, he is. Uh, I don't know. Nah, but he does he look like it. He didn't even he, listen he to me. You. you know, what he, he's listening to like serious radio. <laughs> right I don't blame him. He's like a beatnik, but then he has like those glasses are just Al B. Shore from 1988. I'm not going to do. That. I'm not going to rip on people. That's not what I do. <laughs> I, I, actually, I think he's a good when, guy. When I look in the mirror with these glasses on, I feel like I look like an like asshole film producer. Well, you are. <laughs> you are without the, being a film producer. <laughs> um, Video now, producer. See what I just did right there? I just called mm-hmm. him an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's well known. Like, can I try those glasses on very quickly? These are. Uh, uh, did we do this before? I don't know. I don't know that, don't know that, that it is that? well known. Right, Look at that. What do you think of those? I mean, do I just? I, that's horrible, right, Dan? You look like no. Kurt Rambis when you wear them. I don't know who that is. He's a basketball player. Who you look like goggles. Dennis the Menace's dad if he were gay. You know, like his gay dad. <laughs> you know, um, who goes to talk to Mr. Wilson and makes out with him. You know. Oh, you think that I got a shot with Mr. Wilson? Yeah. I'm in. I can't think of one famous Wilson. How's that possible? Brian Wilson. Brian, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't. Think Carney Brian Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, Any Wilson. of those Wilsons. I'll make out with Carney. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make Wilson the ball from uh, from uh, Castaway. 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 Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I'm I'm taking these off. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, boss. That's great what you just did there. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm. You know what um, I mean. All right. If I have to feed myself with compliments as well. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's go. Let's finish this. Uh, all right. This has been fun. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for being here. You know what? It was nice being here. I enjoyed this. I did too. Um, I did have a good time, and I'm. I'm glad. That's ser- are you seriously? What? I can't tell with you. You're very hard to read. Uh, Awkward. No, I'm very glad you had fun. Why would I? Why would that be sarcastic? I'm glad you had a nice time. Awkward. <laughs> uh, you forced my hand to be awkward. Um, <laughs> all right, listen. This has been fun. This was yeah. more fun than last time. Um, you know they're both they're both. Listen, fun. I can't uh, rank them. Did it, did it go well last? I don't have any no. sense. <laughs> I thought it went well last time. It was okay. We didn't know each other as well then. But that was fun. Uh, and and I also to, remember I had the uh, had a little stomach issue that's then. True. I had a little, uh, that's right. You had Pepto-Bismol. I remember that. I had a little, I had a little situation. A little, uh, yeah, I, little, I feel little, like we got to see you guys get to know each other that time, and that was kind of interesting and fun. This yeah. time's more, you know, two guys who uh, like to yell at each other <laughs> <laughs> and play mind games for 90 minutes. But that's kind of, don't you think that's funny? Yeah. I think it's funny, yeah, I think it's funny yeah, yeah. two guys yell at each other. Yeah. If I didn't think it was funny, I wouldn't have done it. No, it's... 
I think we just did it. I didn't think we, uh, you know, we're just... You don't want to admit that we uh, planned this whole thing out? We did a dance, <laughs> and we don't know where it took us. We don't know why we did it. Yeah. We were two men dancing, and that's always funny. I think it is. I enjoyed it. And I'll speak for the listener. They enjoyed it as well. We can't know. I do know. Right now, the listener has one burning question. <laughs> 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 they can't even laugh. They're so <laughs> preoccupied <laughs> with what <laughs> is happening <laughs> afterwards. It's not a gun. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's close this up. Let's. Uh, I don't know how it ends. There's no theme music. There's. I don't know how it works. Uh, we, that all comes in post. That oh, all comes in post. No, I don't have yeah, a live bed. Please edit. You know, uh, huge chunks to come out. Yeah. Again, all, the only thing the only thing staying in is uh, me asking if uh, you got that phone call. That's Perfect. the only thing that's happening. I'm sure it's coming. That phone call. And you know that you know that's the clip. If I ever go on a morning radio, uh, morning uh, television program, you know that's going to be the clip that they pull. Mm-hmm. Is uh, sure. Jimmy Pardo asks the big questions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's talking. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're done. This has been a joy. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Uh, if this were uh, any other radio show, we'd all applaud now, but that always sounds so hollow, so let's not do that. Mm-hmm. You, not. Know, you know that they all go like that. I don't like that. Um, so thank you for not doing it all Have though. you ever been on Howard Stern? You ever go on there? Of course. I cut my teeth on that show. I don't know what that means. That's a yes? Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. He speaks highly of you on his program. Yes, I, I went on his show was many times. All right, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't. Uh, I never. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have him in my car until uh, a year ago. Yeah, and then I only started listening maybe four months ago. Oh, well, there you go. I think he does a nice job. I think he's got a future. <laughs> he's a very creative. I can do without mind. the strippers. I can do without that nonsense. But yeah, uh, but you know what? He is. He's. Uh, he is a. Uh, very funny thinker. I think so too. Yeah, He's very funny, funny thinker. Funny he always bones. says, "Yeah," so it says the thing that uh, you're. He says what you're thinking, and he's extremely honest. Yes, I like it. I like yeah. the program. I wish I would have listened to it uh, all the years that I uh, did. Yeah, you missed out on some. Yeah, I know I did. It's crazy. Yeah, he's That's funny. Crazy. All right, show's not about him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> show's about you. More importantly, show's about me. Uh, a little sprinkle of bell nap. and Matt Belknap. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, one so more I'm, chance to get it right. <laughs> I think there's a chance he's doing it on purpose. I think he's there's a very I'm doing good chance. it on purpose. Uh, he's too smart to get that. All right, let's wrap it up. Come on. Yeah, enough. I like Eat it. that compliment. I love it. <laughs> Are you done? I don't know <laughs> if I'm done. You want to keep talking? <laughs> I wanted to pee an hour ago. What if we? Uh, what if we order steaks and have them delivered? That was Just the keep smarter going. move. Why didn't uh, we take a break and order steaks in and do the second half with steaks? Because that's Cause disgusting. That would give away. Oh, we don't. Oh, we didn't. We didn't get it. We didn't get it at I all. I love my new air. Fryer. I love it. Yeah, I love your version of uh, Rosebud. You know, your version of Susan Cain is you know in the first eight minutes it's a sled. You know, that's <laughs> not my version. My Jimmy Pardo. Yes, it's it not is. My version at all. That's your. Yeah, my version was. I saw your back. version of the Sixth Sense. It was really good. What's that? They're all dead. Yeah, I open it up with that. Yeah, no, it starts. Starts the opening. That guy's dead. You know, that's... Uh, where, where are you going, by the way? You just slid over. Uh, you've, and he's ended the show like nine times, <laughs> yeah. and I always think we're done, and then I remember, oh, no. Try, one of us, and I don't know who that is, keeps talking. Why don't I end it? No. It's been a joy. A real oh, joy. Oh, there we go. A joy. This position leads me to believe you are getting ready to sprint out of here, so no stakes. You may be giving away. Don't give any hints. That's to the a you tell. don't know. That's a tell. You don't know? You don't know. <laughs> that's the beauty thing. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You know what? I'm the master of suspense. That's the one thing I'm known for in America. I'm the master of suspense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're done. All right, listen, this has been a joy. Uh, we've enjoyed our time with you. Conan O'Brien's been our guest. Uh, let's close this baby up, right? Mm-hmm. On behalf of INDHD.com, Elliot Hochberg, uh, Tabasco Air's Danny Katz, Chunky, The Entrepreneur, Matt Belknap, our friend Conan O'Brien. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Don't nap. AK 47, go on, not forgotten. 
This has been a free, full-length episode of Never Not Funny. You'll find more great 90-minute episodes with guests like John Hamm, Sarah Silverman, Ty Burrell, and Andy Richter at Pardcast.com. 99 cents audio, one ninety-nine video, or get a season pass for $19.99 audio, $24.99 audio plus video. Subscribe today at Pardcast.com.